Hello, Russell. How are you doing? I'm doing really well, John Marco. How are you doing? No, I'm tired. You're listening to The Downside. The Downside. With John Marco Cerezzi. All right, thank you. Welcome, welcome to The Downside. Uh, uh, now, we have to talk, we have to, the, our new producer, Fawn Sullivan, said we have to do a better job. Not we, I'm putting this you, on us. You me. have to do a better job. <laughs> I don't have right to do shit. <laughs> I have to do, uh, welcome to The Downside. If this is your first time tuning in. Uh, uh, this is this is a uh, an interview podcast, but it's a, it's a celebration of negativity. It's it's you're talking about uh, 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 unhappiness and kvetching and complaining. But you know, because I just think people put on this happy face all the time, and and that's kind of that's the thrust, that's the hook of the podcast. But like many podcasts, that's just kind of the loose premise, and it's just an excuse to uh, deliver content that has not been prepared. <laughs> um, I uh, you know I I, I was thinking my. Um, I was talking to my mom now that oh, you have a thing. I just have you a did, notepad. You did where, homework today. Yeah. Well, look, I am preparing okay, a little bit. Wow. But uh, uh, you know, I was talking to my mom. Things happen in my life now that I have the podcast, and like something happens, or I'll hear something about my childhood, and yeah. I'm like, I have two thoughts. It's like I need to talk about this in therapy, and I gotta talk about this on the podcast. <laughs> okay. And the podcast is now like the predominant one. It's yeah. not about me self care. It's about oh, let me share this. This is interesting. So my mom, my parents are divorced. Uh, notably, and uh, you know this. Famously. Not everyone knows it. Famously, <laughs> hopefully someday, hopefully someday. Uh, but my, she told me this story. Uh, this shows how you know you you you're just like your parents. You can't hide it. Mm. But I guess my my dad. Uh, it was like a Christmas holiday, and my dad, rare moment, got the family to come over. Okay, and uh, everyone was having a good time. Everyone was having fun. And your parents are together at this point. Yeah, this is before I was okay. born, so they're still together. And my dad had a rough rough childhood like like the edward albee play who's afraid of virginia will yeah. fucked up childhood um and i guess everyone having a nice they were having a nice time and my dad looked at everyone and said why are you all pretending to be happy i and, love him and was there a reason uh, your mom told you this was it just out of nowhere so no no she told me because <laughs> like this was she told me separately she said that you know she was uh she she has a boyfriend right now and and i guess he asked her like when was the last time you were happy? Mm. And she realized, and she's telling this, but she realized that she's never been happy. And she was like, wow. you know, I guess some people, and she was saying it in like a positive way, like, mm. I guess some people just aren't happy. Like, and that's, and I'm listening to this, yeah. like, oh, this explains, I guess, everything about myself. And I was listening, you know, she called me, I was leaving a show, I was by train tracks. Mm. And I just, I had this thought of like, you know, and this DNA, mm, this mm. DNA is should not continue. No, that that's an amazing thing that your dad did because I, I feel like that's something a lot of people think, and a lot, especially at family things, like things that are like this is a tradition where we all do, and you're like, no one wants to be here in this moment. No one wants to be doing this. So I feel like that's an amazing thing, just being like breaking the fourth wall of life and being like, why are we doing this? Why are we pretending to do this? You know? Yeah, but maybe they were having fun for a moment. That's true. He meant to. Say, that's true i why he meant to say why am i unhappy yeah, in yeah, this yeah, moment yeah. and okay. you're all smiling he made it about him. yes he did he, he that, made it, that's and true. He, was he drinking i don't i don't uh, think so thank the, god be amazing if he's stone he, sober so. right that's what i am not to make bring it no down, he but. no he is like he's he's not a drinker wow he's one of those people i think kind of like trump where you're like thank if you drank yeah. this would Woo. be out of out of oh, this world yeah. out of this world <laughs> So thank God. Yeah. My, I have a therapist who said that we're not supposed to be happy all the time. 
So, mm. but I, I, she said that's a thing because she's like, Emma, you always try to be happy, but you should try to be content, and then sometimes happy, sometimes sad, and have that as baseline. So maybe that's what your dad was. I also think like a, a bad therapist could say that too. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes you're supposed to be suicidal. We're all suicidal. Right? That's it. She wants to take the pressure <laughs> off her. Like or or him doing like uh their job, do right. you know, yes. like oh, like uh oh, it's okay, like I <laughs> I don't have to help. Um, and I also am supposed to mention we have a Patreon, so uh, yes. we have a Patreon. We have bonus episodes. Uh, you get all these episodes ad free, and then you get two bonus episodes a month. Um, it's still very exciting. We're figuring out like what other bonus things we can do, but it's it's good. It's five dollars a month. It's partly just to support the show. You don't have to listen. Yeah, John Marco bought a episodes. lot of equipment, and uh, yeah. Uh, and Russell's dog, we should bring this started up. Chemo started chemo yesterday. Started chemo. Yes. Um, he's doing really well. Actually, I wanted to talk about it. He um, had a huge poop. And it's been weeks of like these little stringy, like very unhealthy poops. And he's taken two huge poops uh, in the last 24 hours since having chemo. And uh, apparently chemo doesn't uh, affect dogs in the way that it does humans. Because he seems actually much better. He's, <laughs> his energy is like, you know what I mean? Like he's not. Yeah, like, he's not. But the, the, he's not at home. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the poop, poop is very poisonous so we had to buy medical gloves and you can't even touch your skin to it well they i mean i think it's one of those things like if he was pooping and peeing into my mouth it would probably do some, some damage over a long period of time but you know they're they say to, to not touch it and to not let it get on your skin and, and stuff uh, psychological yeah. damage <laughs> yeah so so uh you know we're being very careful with our gloves and our things but yeah he's doing really well well this this I mean, the, he's not doing really but well. Saying this he has six months to live, probably, but <laughs> he's like, he's doing like, he's doing well in the moment of like, he seems to be responding and he is, um, looks like he's better. He's been chewing his bone. He hadn't done that in weeks. So yeah, he's like feeling a little better. That's a lot of pressure. I mean, I feel like, do you feel like you're trying to give him the best six mm. final months? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, we got him when he was older and, uh, I said this before, you know, it was just about like, okay, this dog's been in a shelter his whole life. He, he's a very sweet, loving dog to my wife and I, and, and he is just likes to be sitting next to us. And that's it really like just to be in the house. He doesn't like going outside. He doesn't like mm. doing a lot of things. He just need likes having people next to him. So, um, yeah, we're just trying to give that, give him a good end of day thing. And, and, and he seems to be good, much better than he was doing, which is good. Well, great. So I think if we, if we reach a thousand Patreon subscribers. Mm -hmm. We're at six right now. Yeah. We can help pay for your dog's chemo. So we have six months. We do not have a lot of time to hit this number. So subscribe, folks. Uh, Patreon.com slash downside. And now let's bring on bring yes. on a fantastic guest. I'm so, so happy to have her. Uh, a fantastic uh, stand-up comedian, actor. Uh, she she was on Colbert. She was on uh, uh, My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. She was on Netflix. Um, I've given up. Emma Willen, Thank welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Welcome so much. I'm, you, 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 they heard you before, and yes. I'm sure lots of people are listening just, just to hear you. Yeah. Uh, thank you. You live close. I live really close. I live, and yet um, you were still late. I know. <laughs> it's a gift. It's a gift. Are you? Are you? Are you a late? Are you a late person? So funny you should ask. Here's the thing. <laughs> Over the pandemic, I've been reading a ton about having ADHD, which is the first time I've ever read about it. I was mm. diagnosed with ADHD. I think when I was in high school. Never read about it. It was like I went to a special school for it. I was taking pills. Which was a special school. Special school for like eight months and a summer program. Never fucking googled what is adhd never even until the pandemic when i started 
reading about stuff and I was like, oh shit, all these things that are me, I didn't realize were also related to ADHD. Mm. Mm. One of them is awful time function. So now I have clocks in like every room in my apartment. Uh, that's not true. I have one giant clock in a place I didn't used to have it, but I'm getting r- clocks in every, like, not that my apartment's that big, but everywhere I can look, I want to have a clock. So, but a big part of it is like being like, oh, I can, it's 10 minutes away. This is doing the math on what time actually takes. Cause when I yeah. looked at the clock, I was like, oh, I'm only 10 minutes away. But if I leave my apartment when I'm supposed to be there, then I'll be 10 minutes late. So sure. I get that. Saying? I, I, well, I certainly, because we hadn't ridden the subways for so long, when yeah. we first started coming back, I totally lost. I have a deep internal sense of how long it's going to take to get somewhere mm. with, with like the F's usually, oh, but it's a Saturday. So the right. F is could be fucked up. Yeah. And could for a while I was, I was missing some marks. Yeah. Tova and I went to some workout classes very late. Good for you guys for doing a workout class as a couple. Yeah. It's not always... It's That's not confidence. always easy because I was I I've done like a lot of classes right and I think sometimes I'd like we went to Barry's boot camp you'd have been to Barry's I've never been to Barry's boot camp very curious about that because I've been working out like trying to work out regularly and I'm open to trying new things yeah I mean I like classes a lot Me too. I struggle pushing myself on my own but likewise but uh, I would take her to Barry's and like I know how it works so mm-hmm. I can show up right before right but Tova it's like they get her there they bring her in the room there's music there's right. lights it's like a club it's a lot and she. Uh, and it was partially my fault, but like she was supposed to start on the floor, but she started on the treadmill. So she was like too close next to the other person on the treadmill. COVID, they separate by one mm. treadmill. And so then, you know, the person had to come in and be like, so you're in the wrong place. And I, I don't think that felt good for her. You just don't want any attention on you when you start. Yes. Because you already yes. go in feeling like everybody knows I haven't been doing this and they're all yeah. better than me or what's going on. So any attention, then you're like, ah, I'm a fraud. And I have a deep sense of like, I'm like, I've done enough classes that I'm like, I know no one is watching me. Right. Everyone is like, they can't believe they chose this to do today at 10 in the morning. But I get that feeling of like, everyone's looking at me. And I'm like, I promise no one is. I totally get it. It's no one is thinking about anything other than themselves. But I used to not used to not ever do spin class because I was scared. I was like, people are going to look at me funny. They're going to think that I'm not. I was just picturing all these like hyper feminine women and then me walking in and then being like, it's ruined. So I wouldn't go to spin class. And then I would bring like a, my straight friend with me to spin class. Like, I feel like I like walked in behind her to like throw her in first. Like, uh-huh. like look, look, I, I, can, I can fit in. And then when I did it, it was just like us and two other people and no one was looking at anybody and you'd have to be doing something really weird on your bike you'd have to be riding it backwards <laughs> for someone to be like what is that person doing i uh you i saw you posted a video you have you have a six pack it made me feel very shitty here's what happened the only reason that was a special day i had that a special day it was a special day because <laughs> i had because i was doing this clean eating thing and i'm going to start doing it again may 2nd but I had done it that whole morning and it like really leaned me out. But then I've been getting nervous about doing it. So I've been like, I've been meal prepping and then eating all my meals for like three days in one meal. So my stomach doesn't look like it did in that video, but thank you. Sure, sure. I have been working out. I have been working out. Yeah. Trying. Look, if I had a six pack, I'd be like, we gotta do a sketch with this involved (laughs) ASAP. Now, now, now. I, um, Okay, let's well, let's talk ADHD because yeah. I I used to be one of those. I was like, well, maybe I have ADD, and then I I was I uh, I went on a, a couple dates with someone who had ADD, and I I said that and she was like she was like, how many times have you lost your phone? And mm. I was like I was like lost like lost it. 
I mean zero, and she's like, I've lost it twenty times. Yeah, oh and I was like, my. I was like, oh okay. Yeah, it's just the same thing. I have I have OCD. I like you know I I I like I like colored pencils, and I like it to be like a rainbow in the cup. Right. It's like okay, that's no. Right. Like, that's child's play. I've lost it twenty times. That's a yeah, yeah, fuck, yeah. that's a lot. She's just a grizzled ADD veteran. Yeah. Being like, nice try, young man. But you did you struggle in school? I struggled in school with, but I I went to this really hippie. Have you guys ever heard of a Waldorf school? Is that like a Montessori school? It's exactly like a Montessori school. So I went to one of those. So it wasn't really, didn't really stand out there because we were doing, we were doing like block, like, you know, block crayons. We would literally draw with these like certain type of beeswax block crayons for like three hours every morning. This, (laughs) it was a fucking mess. And like, you weren't, you didn't wear shoes in the building. Oh. You would like greet every morning with like a sun salutation. My parents I love that shit. I love that shit too. My parents are super hippies. So it's like, Rural Maine, and my parents are extremely divorced too. Like very, like drawn uh-huh. out, messy. How old messy. were you when they got divorced? Third grade. Third it, grade. But it went on from. I lived with my dad. My sister lived with my mom. My brother, his mom it was like very oh. messy custody. Big. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. probably a big part of. I, I sometimes wonder if I would have been a comedian if I hadn't had such. Because you have to be so comfortable with dysfunction. You know what I mean? I get that. So then, <laughs> yeah, you have to be so comfortable with this function to then be like, I already feel okay being the other in a situation. Like I've been through worse or whatever it is. Yeah, so, I get that. You know, but I, I didn't struggle in school when I was in elementary school because I was at a hippie elementary school where, I mean, we would make apple cider as a class. We would do farming. So I was yeah, yeah, doing yeah. great then. Then it would be hard to find ADD in that kind of saying, like, you know, we yeah. were picking apples, but then she pulled carrots, and right, you know, it was right, really right, exactly, totally. They're like, well, I must, and I would do things like I would get in trouble for like if we're picking apples, like I'd go off into the woods, but they just be like, Emma, get back here, uh-huh. and things like that. Yeah, so yeah, I didn't yeah. start having trouble in school until I was in high school, and then I had a lot of trouble in school, and then I started like acting out and getting in trouble. So you just you went to like regular high school. I went to special school for kids with learning disabilities, but I had this shitty stepmom at the time i've got an amazing stepmom who i love now but i had this stepmom at the time that like made me go away to this special high school so i didn't want to be there so i got myself mm. kicked out oh how'd you how'd, how'd you, you get do? yourself kicked out i tried so hard because they knew what i was doing so i was like i'm smoking cigarettes and they were like we know you just want to <laughs> <laughs> you're just walking in <laughs> and you're I you're not actually smoking a cigarette doing it wrong yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> i'm bad but i would do stuff like that and then i was like I would just try to get in trouble and like, we know you want to get kicked out. And then actually this is kind of funny. I threw myself down the stairs, but I didn't really want to hurt myself. So I did it oh so unenthusiastically. Like I remember there was the stairs that like kind of cur- had a curve and I remember standing on top of it. Like, Oh, it's like my first acting job. That's what it felt like. I was like, and then I just kind of lightly propelled myself. So there was enough of a thump where I was like, and this was in the dorm. It was like, pump, pump, pump. And then I was like, ow. Oh. And then someone ran, and I was like, I, I tried to kill myself. Oh. And they were like, You fake tried to kill yourself. I didn't do a great job, but yeah. They're like, Emma, you can't. Three <laughs> stairs is not going to kill like, you. There's a window right there. <laughs> totally. Totally. You need to try harder, oh. Emma. I, um, Okay, well, so many things. Wow. Okay, divorce. But they, that, they, I did get kicked out for that because they couldn't just. I was that a liability. Was the thing that, that was the thing. Yeah, 
And I had because you were suicidal. They were like, "We, she needs a little more. She's going to get the job done. Let's kick her out. Let's get it. It's because it's a liability. You don't want someone at the school like mm. playing around with that. Then it's on record. So then I got to go back to the that's public a healthy high system. School. That's healthy, a healthy system. system. You know yeah. what I mean? And then I got to go back to the public high school in my town. And then I had trouble in school, but it kind of it got like shaken out by the end. Because then when I was in college, I I loved. College. Was it the ADD or was like did did, did the you know drawing with block crayons not, not prepare you? <laughs> I mean, I always wonder with those schools because yeah. if I kid i would love to send them to the hippiest dippiest sure. just sun salutations and right. hugs but then i do worry if they'd get to high school then they go what the fuck is a pop quiz we never had grades no wow. grades everything was like you tried you know it doesn't matter if you <laughs> you ate they're like you tra- you ate the block crayons you didn't do it right but like that you tried even if you didn't do anything they'd be like yeah she she held corpse pose for the whole day she it was, was a there beautiful thing. exactly i so can't i can't tell you know it's hard to tell these systems are so terrible yeah. obviously oh, yeah. but i'm like well is is doing is do you need a system of grades do you right. need that push right I don't know. I don't know either. And then the way we quantify the grades is obviously problematic, but it's like, I don't have a better solution because that does seem to work for the majority of students. Like I saw this um, ADHD psychiatrist yesterday. First time I'd ever seen one specialized in ADHD. She was like, everything is set up for linear thinker, neurotypical yes. thinkers. Have you heard of that? Yeah. yeah. Never heard of that. And she goes, you're neuro atypical. But if it, if it quantifies intelligence or effort for most neurotypical thinkers and they're the majority like the, there's not the funds to then customize everything. So course, I don't know. Yeah. But also the idea of like a, a, an ADD school also sounds very problematic. Oh Can you be imagine that teacher? But that I don't teacher know, should get I don't paid. know if it would yeah. be labeled that way, you know, like, yeah, but you go in and none of the kids are sitting in the chairs. <laughs> well, they and you're have like, oh, this special, is one of the- <laughs> they have special, this school, it would be like 12 kids for every one student. And there'd be like dyslexic kids. And I remember it was really expensive to go there and they didn't offer financial assistance. So it was like, it was like kind of wealthy kids with ADD. It was a real yeah. clusterfuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard. Like I, I did a lot of classes, and looking back, I'm like, oh, that's weird. I would sit on the floor, <laughs> sure, and I would be like stretching, Fires. and like, like people would be in chairs, and I'd be like, well, it's more comfortable for me on the floor, hmm. and I'd be sitting in weird pose, like you know, just exploring my body. And they would let you do that. They weren't like he's distracting everybody. I think luckily I went to like a slightly cool enough school mm. where it was like we called teachers by their first name. Yeah. Oh, wow. And this was the school like this. It used to be in the eighties was the big drug school, and it sure. wasn't at that point. But it was so it's like slightly artistic enough that I could. Was be it for like performers? That. I don't know why I did that. No, in they just had a good. Sorry, yeah. I don't know why I did that in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> performers. Uh. No, but they had a really good theater department. Yes, like yes. a very cool sure. theater. Fuck off. And, Did you uh, go to one of those schools? No, no, no. Um, I went to very upstate rural. You look like, uh, like you sat normal. in your chair the whole time. I did. I sat in my chair. <laughs> you look like you I raised said, your hand. I Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> and I, yeah, I did. Yeah, it was, yeah. Um, no, it was, a very, it was a very cool liberal. I had a good high school. I feel good about that. I actually had a good high school experience too, oddly enough, when I went back to the public one because I love my friends. In high school, and we used to like drive around and smoke pot, and just it was like a good. T- I feel like high school and college were the best times of my life. I peaked. I loved. Pe- girls always hate. When I'm in a relationship, they always hate. They're like, but you didn't hadn't met me yet. I'm like, I know, but the best time in my life was in college. I loved college. Mm. Why is that not a good time for, for a lot of women? I don't know. Well, people will be. Well, like, they're saying. Like, but you hadn't met me, or the yeah. other thing is oh, like, but don't I, you oh, like? I see. So you meet someone, <laughs> and you're like. 
Man, you know what the best time of my life was? Before, Before I flew. Yeah. <laughs> you think I'm happy now. Yeah, you, you should have seen, seen me. me. But that's true. I was like, I loved college. Like, that was like, that was hands down the best time. I mean, maybe there'll be that time again, but I'm okay if that was What's it. the best Wait, point of your life? I don't know. I don't think I have. Uh, definitely not high school. Oh, definitely not college. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I feel like, uh, I don't, I truly don't know. But that's good if it ha- it's yet to come. It's yet to come. That yeah, yeah maybe or at some point you're about to die and you go oh it was third grade but I don't I don't know if my brain works in that way like sure. I I feel like I'm I just don't know I can't think I of like a time it feels more like yeah. whoa whoa and then stable and you know so <laughs> right, yeah. whoa whoa yeah. or the whoa whoa <laughs> you know just like when I first moved to New York it was like oh whoa whoa you know yes. like for yeah. a couple of years there where I was like you know this is this is bad you know but Absolutely. other than that uh, it's been pretty stable so That's let me get good. this divorce uh, so you, your family the older siblings younger siblings let me I get have the full older half tree. brother Wiley and his mom was with my dad and his mom cheated on my dad and then my dad cheated on women after that up until now now he's so in love with my stepmom he's got like a really healthy amazing relationship or he got better at the cheating he no he for sure (laughs) he for sure i could tell when he it was just like he like found his person and it like all clicked in and she's great i was always waiting for the other shoe to drop because of his other stepmom but then now they've been together a long time and she's just she's great i think it's interesting because i i'm the oldest Mm. i have four younger half siblings but Mm. like i'm in my mind, I'm like the start of the story of my mother's sure. being a parent. So what is it like? So your dad was married to someone else. Married to someone else. Had Olga. a kid. Yeah. How much older is, is he than you? My brother is like, I think he's six. Fuck, I don't know. We are not close at all. Okay. Oh, yeah? We, he's really, I don't know why this is the first descriptor, descriptor I'm going to say. He's really smart. He's a genius. He's in Mensa. But he'll like let you kind of know that. You know what I'm saying? Sure. He's kind of a yeah. dick. Like he, we've never, How would he let me know? that if i if I he mean, were here right now what would I, he i'm gonna go on a limb anyone that knows that they are anyone in mensa and like say like that this sounds like what you. a non-mensa yeah, 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 member yeah, yeah. would say yeah yeah it's like a yeah it feels like you're gonna just use that to tell people i like, think you know? he used to i think that's how i i think i remember him t- but he was oh he's always reading i think he's on the spectrum i think he's a little autistic so he's always mm. reading like if he was here he like wouldn't like look at you in the eye and then like, this guy must be in Mensa. He hasn't made eye contact a single something's time. Something's going on. And then like, that's like how he'd be like, I, you know, I have to stay intellectually stimulated or something. So he'd little, say that sentence. <laughs> I'm making it. Th- maybe not, but that's what I, I have to stay intellectually. <laughs> okay, how I've are you never- doing? <laughs> ah, I got to stay intellectually stimulated. <laughs> okay. I've never heard him say anything even remotely like that, but I'm picturing that's what he's thinking when he's doing that. I project a lot onto him. Yeah. He actually doesn't even say very much, but I'm just like sitting over there cooking, looking at him. So maybe it's more on me. Does he bit. watch your comedy? No, not really. I mean, he's made a couple snide remarks where he's like, our hometown isn't really like that. And I'm like, I fucking know. Oh, I mean, it's exaggerating. Yeah. It's like that ish. It's exaggerated. You know what I mean? That's all he said? No, no that nice That was all words. he said. No nice just words. Just like our hometown is not. Like but he's not really a very flowery guy. I mean, I'll go years not talking to him, and then I'll see him. We used to see each other around Christmas is when we would see each other. And mm-hmm. I have a nephew who I'm not really good. I've got my sister has two kids. I'm really close with her kids, but my brother's kid. Like, I remember being like, I got to go. I haven't even met the baby yet. And my stepmom was like, Emma, he's four years old now. And I was like, fuck. Oh, brutal. Like that. Brutal. I mean, brutal. the babies, I mean, if you miss that baby phase, I have a friend who has a kid, and especially with coronavirus, I haven't seen the kid in sure. a while. And I'm like, 
oh, it's not a baby at all anymore. Right. It's now a, a little kid little who person. probably doesn't want to hang out with a stranger sure, like me. Yeah. Right. So, okay. So, so your dad then, his wife cheated on him. Yeah. They got Olga divorced. cheated, got divorced. And then he was, I don't know what his. <laughs> Olga, thanks for adding a name to I know, it. That's I great. always think of. <laughs> Where does she live to? <laughs> One, seven, seven. No, she lives at, uh, she still lives in Maine. And she was nice. They had a good enough relationship. They would like, were good about the co-parenting. That's great. And I don't know when my dad met my mom, but they met because he was a they both are from like kind of boston families that they went like went away from like they were like we don't want like this life like suburban boston they're both like hippies moved to rural maine he was a carpenter my mom owned a a landscaping business and he was doing her house sounds sexual nice nice. but he that's how they met and then he was with this woman named carol and he's, he dates a lot for rural maine and carol we didn't know if was, carol was a little person we care carol was after your Carol was during after my mom, but I during oh right during there during was over, after during after there's some overlap <laughs> in these relationships I forgot. Yeah. Wait, so okay, so were you the first kid from their marriage? Yes, and my sister's 19 months younger than me. Okay, mm-hmm. and and they got divorced when you were in third grade. Did you know why yes. they got divorced at the time? I had an idea. It was probably other stuff too. Because here's the thing: I've figured out with cheating, it's usually indicative of so many other things, and of it's course. totally cowardly. And once you do it, it's just like putting the nail in the coffin on ending it. But the ultimate reason, like the final straw, was this woman Carol. But I've tried writing about her so many times because. She and I remember actually Tova watching a set being like, Why don't you talk about that more? Carol was 4'11, which is the legal cutoff for being a little person. Let's just put a note here. So, Tova, my girlfriend, uh, when she worked at Gersh, she, yes. she worked with you. Oh, yeah. And she gave amazing notes, but I rem- just remember her being like, How you haven't like mentioned this before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was always so funny because she would leave a room and everyone would be like, Is she like, no one wanted to ask if she was a little person, but they'd be like, So, is that not that it like is they, she would, a li- they would ask like as want- if the visual cue wasn't you couldn't quite tell. Because she was 4'11", so it wasn't pronounced enough. I so see. it made you just be like, huh, Well, I dated someone is... who was 4'10", who was not a little person. Uh, is the... I think 4'11's the cutoff. No, I th- I'm pretty sure. She, but... my, the woman I saw, she could get a handicapped parking spot if she wanted to. Like, oh, legally, yeah. there's a height yes. where you can be considered. Right. But I think there is something different. And it might be state to state. Because I was trying to... Google around. I, I think it's a state to state thing too. Like in some states it's four eight, and then some, which sounds totally fucking crazy. And then other places four eleven. I can tell you, Russell's being very like. I don't want to say anything. No, bad to here. be a no, dwarf no, 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 no. biological it's, it, it's just fascinating. The the thing of uh, I feel like it's very relatable. The thing where other people need to be like, I need to just want to know. It's you know, like, it's like that human thing of like just, for for whatever reason you're like it truly won't impact any of their lives. But like we all, all kind of need to know this for some reason. Yes, you want to yeah. put it, check it off yeah. in your brain. Or my mom didn't want to seem like she didn't like little people, but she obviously didn't she, like she Carol. Didn't like that Carol. <laughs> so she's like, I hate her. That is very. That was funny. what I was trying to write about. Oh my god, that's a fantastic. That was fantastic. Yeah, her. and then yeah. she'd overcompensate with other little people. Just make it you. Make it you that hates it instead of her. I think I could try that. Yeah, I could do that. I think it's there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of things where I I always find like sometimes I have a story that's slightly tangential. I'm yes. like, just make it me. And that's actually so smart of you because I was make things about my mom for years that even mm. weren't my mom. And then after shows, people would be like, "Oh my god, we love your mother." And I'd be like, "Fuck, like, <laughs> what am I doing wrong?" Your mom? Does she ever tour? Um, I, people have asked me that before. They'll be like, "They'll be like, your mom should have a TV show," and I'd be like, "Fuck my mom, it's all made up." But <laughs> do you know, do you know my friend? Uh, uh, 
Gus Constanellis. Do you know him? Yes, Greek he does. comic, yes. very funny. So mm-hmm. he like exploded over the year because he started doing an impression of his mom, mm. and he does videos with his mom. And I just think it's. I talk a lot about, and I want to talk about it. I talk a lot about my father, mm-hmm. but I would ne- incorporating my actual father into my career. Mm. I would rather kill myself. Absolutely. And it's it's. Uh, so <laughs> you you talk about your mom a lot, mm-hmm. um, and more than your dad. Like my mom once complained, she's like, "You always talk about your father," and then I talked about her a little more, and it was like, it was like rough shit. She didn't like it. Well, it's this weird thing. I definitely know. I I had this joke. I remember. Um, I said like, uh, only way my mom knew how to show me love was with Hostess cupcakes. Like, mm. if I got a good report card, she'd let me have a Hostess cupcake for dessert. Which is why even now as an adult, when I do something well, I get this intense craving for a better mom. Mm. And I ha- I remember when she came to a show, I had that this is funny. urge that is to harsh. like, I had this urge to like. <laughs> Do it in front of her, like, and there's definitely like, yeah, there's some kind of just, and, and with no other audience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Making dead eye contact. Welcome to the fucking show. <laughs> and I just remember, like, it doesn't affect her. At the only time my mom got upset, one time I made a joke about something where she thought I was calling her a slut for giving a guy a hand job in high school, mm. and like, I, part of me was like, oh, the other joke i was saying you were a bad mom right that didn't bother you at all right it was the part about me saying you gave a hand job in high school that's a problem in and of itself too totally you should care about the other thing totally totally but, uh, yeah, you're, you're being a bad mom you don't care about if someone thinks she's a bad mom but maybe I think, she's more confident in being a mom than she is in not being or being a- no i that's a generous read she's also is listening to these podcasts i realized okay, i took she? something out of i took something out of uh, uh the last episode we did because i was like oh, I, I can't say this wait what did you say Oh, <laughs> I uh, nice try. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so what? Did, what would you say the thrust of what you like? What's your What's your characterization of your mom in okay. your standup? It's totally exaggerated off of the fact that she's super progressive, but also super uptight and liberal. So she's very proper, but also really, really progressive. But what I've been doing to shift things away from my mom is I've been giving myself like the quote unquote punchline in it. So I used to always, and I used to do this with other characters where I would like give them the funny thing to say. And then they'd be Uh. like, your friend's funny, your mom's funny. And I was like, so then I think it was me maybe just being nervous to like own the joke. So then I've recently been switching it around. So like I'll be the one saying it. But sure. the character of my mom is just that she's totally over the top liberal, but also like super fucking. And you it. have you have a voice for her. I've got a voice. It's like this. And it's also it's not just me because my sister and her husband do it. And we all did it way before. And at first, my sister's husband, Kent, was like he was like, I never got the voice because it doesn't sound like your mom. But after spending time with her. I get it. Mm. So she'd be like, oh, it's so nice to meet you. You set this up yourself? Wow. Oh, good for you. Okay. I wouldn't put the coffee cup there, but I don't know. Okay. It's neat. Yeah. It's good. And did she, because that, that sounds like a, a 60 to 70 year old woman. Did she always talk like that though? Like she's even in her 30s? In like, my heart. It's in how your heart. she sure. Yeah. She doesn't like, she, now she'd be like, if people meet me, they're going to be disappointed because they're going to be like, she doesn't sound like that. And I'll be like, but then they'll talk to you and they'll realize that you do. And she's like, what? So she, she feels like that. <laughs> She feels like it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. totally. Oh, yeah. It's her essence is what it is. Do you think she she likes, does she enjoy hearing jokes about herself? Does she ever go like, please don't say that? I don't get it. Why what, Why does everyone think that I would, it's not what I'm actually like. I'm like, yeah, you're right. It's a total character, but it is a little. She's like, sure. You know what sure. I mean? Yeah. It's like, who cares about me? I don't know. It's it. But one time she was at a show and whenever she comes to a show, I'll like try to get her like kind of drunk because I, it's just so intense having her there. We were at New York Comedy Club. And she'd come to three shows that night, so she was a little sauced up. And at one point, there was a pause, and I was doing a joke about her, and I hear her go, guess what? Like, through the crowd. And I'm like, 
<laughs> it pierced through. Like it was like a moment of just silence, and she went, "Guess what? I'm a Susan Cheever, Emma's mother, and I'm here tonight." <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god! And I was like, "Oh, give it up for my mom!" And everyone was like. Oh. Like, what else are they supposed to do? And she was, but literally just hearing it, and it was like a moment. I remember it was a really good show. It was like Friday night, and there was like a pause, and my sister and her husband were right next to my mom, and they were both like, just hearing her be like, "Well, guess what?" And I was like, "Where is that coming from?" And oh then, my god! Oh yeah. my god! That would, I Shook would. Me. How did you feel? Like, I just, I, I don't it. like my parents coming. Like, I had Ooh. so I, I headlined uh, stand up New York. Mm. I did a, a big bringer at stand up New York, and um. Uh, my my mom was in the crowd, and I told the host, I was like, "If you do crowd work, you cannot cannot reveal that my mother is there because Please. if they hear me tell some of these jokes, they're yes. so mean yes. that they will not like it." Yes. And the, I'm from backstage, and the host Moni's like, "Ah, oh, Miss, oh, what are you doing?" She's like, "I'm a Pilates teacher," and I was like, "Fuck this, my fucking, fucking mom!" Yeah. First person, and she it, it, he asked like, "Do you know someone on the show?" And my Fuck. mom, my mom, thank God, my mom knew well enough to not reveal that she was my mom. Yeah. But I mean, I was in the back like, you, you're you about to, and I was new, I was sure. new enough at comedy that I was like, you're, you're gonna ruin this night for me. I get why that would ruin it for you though too, because then the audience would be like, oh, his mom's here, so we don't want, we wanna make sure that he looks good in front of his mom, and then that takes yes. him out of their authentic reactions, yes. which then they're thinking, and it's fucking, it all gets so fucking weird so fucking fast. So good for your mom for not- Thank God. Yeah. Thank God, because my mom would have, she'd been like, I'm, I'm here to see my daughter, Emma Wilman. Your mom will say it without being asked by the host, clearly in a without. moment of applause. One time we were walking by the cellar and like there's like the line there for the cellar. And I was there later that night and she walks by the line and she was like, Emma's back here. And I was like, no one, they are there for that. They have no fucking idea who I am. I just happened to be on the show. Like, it's not even that. She was like, we're we're going to dinner, but she's right behind me. That's, they're all there to see, are they there to see you? And I was like, if I, if that many people were there to see me, I wouldn't fucking be having dinner with you. Right, 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 right ever. <laughs> she does stuff like that. Or she'll say what she thinks of comedians. Like, I remember taking her somewhere once to even just to show her the space and someone was on and she said like way too loud. She was like, I don't think they're very funny. And I was like, they're funny. I was like, it's they're actually trying to joke. Like they actually are funny. I was like, and that doesn't. That's not how that works. And also, like, be, be quiet. So mm. she's done stuff like that. So I don't like bringing her to shows. She talks too much at the show. Clearly. Mm -hmm. uh, now, what about your dad? I mean, you talk about your dad. You talk about your dad. Uh, in it, uh, he always really asks, "Who's the man?" In oh your yeah, he didn't do that though. That was he didn't do that at all. Who did that though? No one ever. I've never <laughs> seen that ever happen. I mean, my dad would never do that. Ever. I feel bad. I don't know why I said it was my dad. I guess it was just trying to like contextualize See, my dad asked it. me that even though I'm with women. He's like, who's the man in this relationship? Because it's clearly not you, Jordan. Your dad sounds, is he, is he really hard on you? No, he's sweet. He's just like, I think my dad, like talk about coming to shows. He's I think sweet. My, I think like my dad, he's the kind where like he'll see me do a show and then afterwards, he's telling me all the ideas he has for oh, comedy wow. sketches. So I think interesting, he unrelated, like not related to the to yeah. any of the sto stuff you yeah. said. Yeah, good also, question. Okay. Uh, really totally good unrelated. Question. It'll be like he like has a sketch he wants me to write about like every woman my dad has dated long term. I think he's talked them into getting a, a boob job. Wow, and he he's, wants. He sounds whoa. really sweet. He's in, <laughs> <laughs> he pays for it. Okay, 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 okay. Wow. Uh, but he's he wow. always, like his big wow. pitch is always it's uh, for years it's been called my wife's boob job. Mm. And he wants me to talk about it. And I'm like this mm. is not my brand. Mm. At well, what's all. the what's mm. the what's the thing? It's it's just about like 
wanting you know you 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 know when you want your wife's tits to be bigger. Oh, it's like a commercial parody. You know, wow. no, it's like a one man show. It, there's not a lot of it's details a, with it. How does he propose? You does he understand that that could be interpreted as not likable? Not at all. So he. So my dad, my dad, I I do not think he listens to my podcast. I I think my dad, he's he's a very good looking guy. Okay. And I think. He was he was like very good looking for so long that certain things about like needing to be likable, he doesn't never had okay. to learn because he's got to know that someone like pushing plastic surgery to the point where it's like a theme that they yeah, do yeah, yeah. is could be interpreted as like really problematic. And I don't know if he he's, I don't know if he's like pushing Not, it fully. How many? But how I think many like women? how many women are we talking about? Um. Oh in God! Real, in more God. than two. I can think of yeah. yes, more than two. Okay, okay that is more than two. I know. I, I've never heard him like say to a woman like you know you like like right. Trump like you could be a ten if you got this. Dude. Right. Yeah. I just know that he. I, I don't know. I love my I love my dad in their own fucked yeah. up way. I totally but, get but it. But I think like I think he's been he was good looking in a way where he could talk to a woman and be like you know like say these kinds of things sure. and he was so good looking that she go. Okay, sure, I'll get the right. boot job. Or you could have been like, I, I mean, there's, I could see doing it in a way where it's just like, oh, you just like start planting the seeds for a long time. You're like, I fucking love your tits. I love your tits. Like you drive me crazy. I want more of them. I want more exactly. of your beautiful that's, tits. That's how I would, that's how I would do that pitch. After a while, too, it's be like, I just like, I love it. I love it. I love it. And then like, do it maybe in a role play or be like, oh my god, like you know, I, just, I wish, I, much I, much I wish you couldn't fit both of them in one hand. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you understand what I just like planting the seed long enough, which is very manipulative, and then doing it? I could see, but it's a tough thing for you to make a sketch about in this day and age, too. Yeah, in me, it's just very not. So he like does that, like he'll he'll have notes. Wow. I think my dad, like me, I like a narcissism type thing where seeing that much attention thrust onto someone else right. makes you feel like, well, I could do that too. I want that too, right. and it's you know it's tough when it's your you're the son, and I'm like. Can't you feel just good for me? Mm -hmm. But I think I I think he struggles with That's that. why that was such a good question of does it have anything to do with your set? Because if it did, that would be more like he's building on what you're doing. But if it's stuff that has like totally out of nowhere, it's obviously him wanting to express that and like being like you're a vehicle for it. Do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I think he I think people there's a lot of people who thought about the arts or who thought mm -hmm. like this would be great and never did it in their life. And I think there's always an envy. I think that's why sure. people are sometimes like so rude to artists or be like, yeah. you know, what restaurant do you work at? Because there's a deep like, oh, I, you know, I've had ideas, too. And oh my god! That. I hate the hate ideas that. too. Yeah. I mean, the the, the I mean, <laughs> we've that. we've probably we've talked about this. Everyone talks about this, but like the thing of like you know, because we do sketch comedy together. The amount of times you've I've been at a thing and like some family or thing or like something dumb happened, like water falls over. Right, and they're right. like, oh, just giving you material right, now. Right, and you're like, right. what would I do with that? Right. What would I? I, I the, the water falls over. Then what happens next? Right. What like there's nowhere and then to they'll go be from like, that. You're not funny. And you're yeah. like, what? Yeah. Like because like, that was me. And you're like, I fucking hate you. Yeah. People do the thing all the time. They're like, oh, my life's like a comedy. I, I missed the train this morning. <laughs> <laughs> or they'll be like, my life's like a show. And you're like, the reason you think your life is like a show is because it is your fucking show. Yeah. You understand that? Like, your life is your show and the people in your life are the characters in it. But why would that be of interest to relate to anybody else in any capacity? Yeah. To be fair, though, that's what we do. But that's also totally, do. yeah. Yes. I think about being a narcissist all the time. And yes. I was obsessed with, I was convinced. That makes sense as a narcissist. That's what I said. But then I dated a therapist and she was like, you are not a narcissist. You're just so neurotic. And I was like, you don't know my inner thoughts. And she was like, 
because I was worried because I was like, I was like, I would lay awake and I'd be like, just tell me if I'm a narcissist because I would want to change a little bit. Like, just let me know. I want to know. And she was like, she said, she said, no dice. I, I, I think I'm a narcissist. I mean, clinically, look, these definitions, especially narcissism, like there's a clinical degree of you cannot perceive you have other empathy, people. though? Because I do worry I'm about. Not sure. Of yeah, course. I have empathy. So that kind of knocks you out of it. According to her, and she was a. But I sometimes have to stoke my empathy. Like I'll have to watch mm. the videos of the the soldiers returning home to surprise their kids <laughs> at school, and I'm like, okay, that's all that works. Other people matter. Yeah, I. <laughs> but you probably will be like, you know, like I'll I am always looking to understand where people are coming from. Like if someone can explain to me where they're coming from, I'll pretty much my judgment can and forgiveness can be given very liberally. If someone was like, I did this fucked up thing, it was inconsiderate, here's why I did it, you know, I, I didn't get told I loved, was loved enough as a kid, pretty much almost anything, I'll be like, I get it. Sure. Do you feel that? Yeah. <laughs> we should all just talk about this with our therapist. I don't know. It's just like, you know, I, I read there was a book, I think it's called Sociopath. And, you know, the, the guy joked called. that when he was writing it, everyone asked him, was like, am I a sociopath? Sure. And it's like, the, the theme is like, if you are worried about the question, you're not. Right. I like, you know, I see what Ted Bundy did. I'm like, that's not good. Bad. That's bad. <laughs> but I interesting. Can agree with that. You're but definitely is- not a narcissist. Like, no. you, you mm. can... Well, well, I, I'm your I mean, friend. everyone like, has varying degrees of it. I mean, yeah. you you know, I'm, I'm a certain degree of, of narcissist, and I think like, okay. But you're a good friend to me. Yeah. I'm telling you. I think it's more, you gotta, um, you gotta yeah. accept what you are I can and see, know yeah. where your shortcoming. I know I yes. can be very selfish, and me so too. I have to remind myself, like, and I think like uh, my sketch team, there's like a, a group of new guys in my life, and, and one woman where I was like, be birthdays do something for the yeah, birthday I, yes. I, you see, know i would have to soak the empathy on that too for me yeah i'd have to be like okay this is important be there for other people don't just be like i gotta do this for this for that for this but that's also like self-preservation in terms of like trying to make it in something where you're your brand you know what i mean because mm-hmm. when i worked i when i before i did stand up i was like obsessed with whatever i was trying to do and i remember going back into when I was going into entertainment, I was like, okay, so I'm going to become my work and I'm always obsessed with work. So now it's like me obsessed with me. So it's like, it's about to get a little weird. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, I want to ask about this dating a therapist. Uh, I have mm-hmm. to remember we have to do a commercial break oh. and it's, let's hope it's for therapy. And we're back. It definitely was not for therapy. Uh, I don't know what you just heard. Uh, they put it in automatically. Yes. So you dated the therapist. Yeah. Was this the therapist you were seeing? Please no. no. Thank God. God. Oh my Could you God. imagine? That- I would be. I mean, I do imagine every fucking day. Yeah. You do. Are, Are you, you really attracted? attracted to your? No, I get I, it. I'm not attracted to my therapist. I, I, if she said to me like, Let's I fly. would adopt you. Mm. I'm oh. like, I see her as like a, a parental. Yes. Figure. There was one time. Yes. There was one time. She's. She's very. Um. She's. Uh, not insanely strict, but she does not talk about herself a lot. I've, I've pieced together a couple things. Which she's not supposed to do. Which is not, it's like some people are like, I'm in a fight with my therapist. I'm like, what? Sounds like this is, is... but one time I was about to get surgery. I Mm. I had a, I got a hernia from death, uh, uh, deadlifting in CrossFit. Holler. Mm. And before the surgery, I was very scared. Sure. First, first surgery in my life. And I asked her at the end of the session, like, can I give you a hug? And she said, Mm. yes. And I've never asked for it again because I feel like it is a special Mm. thing. If she had said no, I would have been very hurt by Absolutely. that. Absolutely. But she was like, yes. And I, I gave her a hug and I, I think about it every second. It's very normal from from being in the relationship with the therapist for people to put their therapist on a pedestal, be attracted to their therapist, or to put their parent their therapist in the parent role. That's like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Super. I've always common. said I've I've always wanted like a mommy therapist, and mm-hmm. I need a daddy therapist now. Mm-hmm. Like if I had the money, you know, Chris Rock had some interview where he was like he has like 
he does seven hours of therapy a week. Damn, and he's like, everyone wow. should do this. I'm like, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Chris right, 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 yeah. right. Seven hours. Right. Get a personal chef. It really helps. And you can just have more time for therapy. And you're like, all right. Seven hours. Yeah, yeah he, sa- he said that recently. And and he's still, the interview, God, he still seemed that, pretty miserable. That right. is like the thing of like, that that thing about, yeah, everyone should do this, is the, the same thing as when uh, celebrities lose a lot of weight for a role. Sure. And people are like, how did they do right. it? And you're like, well, they had someone, they had four months where someone, right. where a team of 12 people were just staring they at them. They people do like, the crunches for them, just <laughs> like pushing them up and down. So That was their job. How did you start dating this therapist? How did it come okay. about? And it was so interesting dating the therapist because, and she was an art therapist. Are you familiar with those? Uh, yes, I've heard of some some art therapists. That's like the one where it's not real. Okay, that's what everyone says. But I learned I mean, so I'm much joking. about it. I appreciate I, it. I'm. I've learned. So, that's what everyone says. They're like, oh, you're just going to draw your feelings away. But what it would be is they're trained as therapists, and then they have like an additional training where it'd be like if someone had a certain amount of trauma in the talk therapy, one tool that they are trained with could be like, okay, so it seems like whenever we talk about your dad, you're like, nope. Would you want to draw your dad? And then I don't know what you know. Then someone will draw like a penis, and they're like, "Did he make you touch that?" I don't know how it fucking. I don't know how it yeah, works, yeah, yeah. but like that's what I'm picturing would be like. I mean, yeah. Then you wouldn't need a special degree to be like, "Why are you drawing?" Your, well, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I went to college. I think this penis in the mouth with something. you something. something. <laughs> well, my first. I had some bad therapists when I was a kid, or maybe I wasn't into it, but what she would do, she just, I didn't want to talk to her. Right. So she'd give me action figures, and I liked playing with Mm -hmm. action figures. I still would if I could. Sure. Uh, But- but then she'd be like, oh, so the, the Green Ranger's hitting uh, Goku. Is the Green Ranger your stepfather? And are right. you Goku? And I'd be like, Nice try, no. bitch, now. Yeah. Yeah. Nice try, no. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, so I'm sure it's very helpful. You had bad therapists as a kid? I did. I had a, I had, well, it was this, I had a psychiatrist in high school, and he used to just prescribe me stuff constantly. Like oh, my I would, God. It was really nuts. And I remember looking back, and it, like that was a little weird. And so I Googled him, and he got this barred <gasps> for having an inappropriate relationship with one of his clients. And he was sending her money, and she was living in his house. And I was like, oh. I knew something was fucking weird with that guy. But I also really liked him. And it wasn't sexual or weird with me. I, we used to get caught. He would come up and visit me in uh, in, uh, in college. I liked the guy actually a lot. I feel kind of bad for him. I feel like we're about to have a breakthrough here. You're like, I, it, I loved him. I, lo- I mean, I liked, I, his name was Fred. I liked Fred, but obviously he was kind of not what a good. What kind of medications was he giving He you? was giving me, I would just sit, and I can say this now because he's like lost his license. I would sit across from him. And my problem is what I used to do with therapy is I would, I would nick away at trying to get to know them too. So I'd be like, well, how was your experience with that? How are you doing? What do you think about? Mm-hmm. What are you, and someone who's good at big, Emma, this is about you. But if someone- My therapist says, why, why are you interested about what I did this weekend? Exactly. And you're like, I'm just trying to be friendly because I don't want to yeah, start yeah. the conversation cold. I'm gonna be like, so how was your weekend? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then they'll be like, fine, boom, next to it. Yeah. So Fred wouldn't go fine, boom. He'd be like, well, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh, well, and then I would start like, but I was like in sophomore year of high school and then- he would give me his book of medicine. And I remember like looking and being like, wait, I feel stressed. Like, I think I have that. So I was going on. Oh my God. He'd like a catalog picking out your Christmas wish list. Like, Ooh, I like this medication and this medication. Yeah. So oh, I was on like bipolar Fred. medicine. I'd never been tested oh my for God. that. I know it was Fred. crazy. And I, I remember like not passing my driver's test like eight times, which I think was because of the- eight times. Yeah. That beats my record. I was like four and I'm humiliated. Oh it's my. so eight humiliating. Times. And I always thought it was because of dyslexia because I couldn't do the parallel parking. But then my dad was like, no, you were in a stupor because you were on all those meds. And I was like, yeah, that's what it was. But I think it was a combination of the two. Are you a bad Eight driver? Time. Oh, I can't drive. You can't. Can I can't. You, I mean, I have a license, but it's because I parallel parked once in 2006. Yeah. Couldn't agree. Couldn't couldn't relate more. I cannot parallel park. It's fucking brutal. Can Dr- you, so you, do you drive at all? I do drive, but no parking. 
There's no. Well, so <laughs> you can you just, just keep going the until the gas stops, and you're like, I hope <laughs> it stops by the time. It's why I was late. I couldn't fucking. I just had to jive out of the car. I gotta get a new car every time I go somewhere. Do you drive to like club days and stuff? I try to. I I love driving, but it's got to be someplace where like the parking is like like there's no parallel parking's not happening. If I have to walk so far, like there's just no. That is so far. You know what I'm saying? I cannot parallel park. I wonder why you can't parallel park. It's not just. I mean, I truly like everything that I'm bad at direction. Everything about driving, and I reached the point where I was like, I guess I'm not going to drive. Right. And but you as can a, as do a, it. You can do mm, it. It's just got to be I, calm. No, I, I would have to. No, you. I, I thought about it during, it during coronavirus. Mm. I thought like. I thought, you know, when stand-up comedy gets back, I thought, like, maybe I can succeed at comedy enough that I become a headliner and I have features and the feature will drive me. Yes. And then with coronavirus, you know, I was reading all these articles. Everyone's going to go backwards or mm. whatever. And I was like, you're not going to be a headliner. You're going you're gonna to be hosting at Bananas for the rest of your life and you need to learn how to drive so you can be a feature for other comics. But then I decided no. Good for I you. Decided, I mean, I well, there were times I was just like, there's so many co- comedy opportunities sure. that I just... I was like, well, I guess that'll never be and my thing. Okay. Colleges, I have to bring an opener for right. to drive me there. And I guess it's okay. No I one's mean, ever been like, well, you can't do this college because we don't want someone doing 10 minutes before. Right. And it's probably better mental health wise to bring someone. But also like when you're like doing colleges, I remember there was a while I was doing them, but I was like the lowest price point too. So I'm like, oh, I'm paying everybody out. Like what? It's just a lot. It becomes a lot, but you could drive to them because I would drive to colleges. Cause I could not. I you couldn't could get on the highway there. to save my life. Yes, you could. I promise yes, you, you could. Yes, you can. You you really can. This is how I would die. So I. You I mean, if you do die from that, I'm gonna literally kill myself because that. How awful would oh, that be? That would if be really there's bad. a cut of us. You want to kill yourself, you narcissist? You just make a bit out of it and you'd be fine. I. Uh, I'll practice with you. You I can do it. Would you really? But I would. I would. I would practice with you if we had a car. I know you can do it because you know what it is too. People aren't going all willy nilly. They all don't want to die either. So it's yeah. like you're you just you're in it together. I know you could do it. There's I could Google right now. People died over the course of this okay, podcast. People you're not going to be driving every day, but if you yes. had to a few times. I think you should try to do it. It's really – now, okay, so as I say this, yes, I was driving around at colleges. Did I lose my license for one year from some incidences that happened whilst I was driving to colleges? Yes. Was it safe? Sure. Wait, what kind of incidences that so, you lost your license? For a year. So oh. this is what happened. So I pulled off of the highway in Wyoming, and I was speeding like crazy. And then this cop, bam, gives me a ticket. And he's like, contest this because otherwise it's going to be criminal speeding. Try to get it knocked down. Wait, the cop says this? The cop said this. Nice guy. Contest this. He said, contest it. He was like, I got your right pulling into a school zone. We're 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 a pro-cop podcast. (laughs) This was... He more was, money, more cops. This guy, this guy, more, that sounded really convincing. More money, <laughs> money more, more cops. cops. He was just told me to contest it, so then I hired a lawyer. I just Googled lawyer Byron, Wyoming. This guy pops up. He's like, send me 500 bucks. I'll contest it. I do it. I never think about it. Year later, I'm speeding. I'm running really late to a show. I get pulled over, and the guy was like, you have a ticket out. Like, you've never... And I was like, no, I thought this fucking guy contested it. And he was like, who? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. So I'm like going through. I can't find who I had hired. I called another lawyer in the area. I was like, I called this guy. And they're like, we've never heard of this guy. And I was like, I swear. He, he said he was a lawyer. Like, I looked him up. He, it was lawyer Byron Wyoming. They're like, the town is like 800 people. Never. There's this person. That's, I, we don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, fuck. So I lost my license because of that. And then I was driving without a license for a while. And then I got pulled over. And then I really lost it. <laughs> And <laughs> you lost and it a second time. I, I lost it like like it, like then I shouldn't have been driving, but You're then up. it was like I was like in big trouble, and I almost got in trouble for trying to bribe the cop. 
Emma Wilman. I know. What this, did you do? tried to bribe a cop? I didn't know that's what I was doing. So what? So this is what happened. <laughs> I was just giving him some money. I was trying to. I remember I was I was like late and I really wanted to do the show and I was like, look, I'm really just trying to make it an entertainment. He was like, look, whatever you're trying to get to is not happening. And I was like. The destination tonight, or in je- I was always looking for signs. I was like, yeah. "Oh, you thought the dream is like, look, <laughs> you're never gonna make it." So just stop driving and stop trying. Wow. But I didn't really take it that literally. But I, he was like, "You're not making the show tonight," and I was like, "Okay." So then he goes back to his cop car, and I got out of my car. So this is obviously very white privilege of me. Oh my! We're by the side God of the highway damn. in upstate New York. I get out of the car and oh I walk God. to his vehicle, and I was like, <laughs> and he's like, "You cannot like get back in your car." I was like, "I just want to say this real quick." I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Just one second, just one second, just one second, please. Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Just real quick. Roll down your window, roll down your window. I'm sure I, I was like, can you just, yeah. So then he, he, for whatever reason, I like got the spiel out. I was like, I'm trying to make it an entertainment. And I was doing a sponsored podcast at the time for this underwear company that was like a woman's period underwear. And I was like, I get all these free underwears. Like, I don't know if you have anyone in your life that would want one of those. Emma, 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 Emma. I love it. It wasn't even money. It was It wasn't money. Women's underwear. underwear. Yeah. Dear Kate underwear. They went out of business. Not because of this. But was this, they, a, was this a, guy, a male cop or a female cop? He was like, what? He, like, it was a male cop. He was like, I I was like, it's a special type of underwear that's like, it's like $40 a pair. I was like, I can get you as many as you want. I was like, I was like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. He goes, are you trying to bribe me right now? And I was like, ooh. And he was like, because you're being, and then he like pointed to a camera. He's like, you're being watched. And I was like, I'm not trying to bribe you. These cops are so nice to you. So nice. Contest the ticket. You're being watched, just so you know. Just so you know. And then I said, well, whoever's watching the offer is good for anybody because I'm just trying to make it. (laughs) Emma, Emma. And I got in trouble. He was like, oh my God. And then I went back and then I was sitting in the car and I was like, I could see how that looked bad but i lost my license for a year after that that, that was bad is so funny you should be in jail right i know now. i don't think i've even Wild. told that story really since then oh i've repressed my it God. i was how so how naive ago? this was maybe six or seven years ago it was when wow. i was doing all these colleges and i had gotten pulled over before and i would get out of the ticket i had a whole spiel they pulled me over you're speeding i go ah i'm trying to make it i'm trying business. to make it in show business that was my line they go what do you mean i go i'm trying to be a comedian i'm just running around like i hate my life i'm really trying here now but- to be fair i i once had to get I, I, it was like a jury duty thing and, mm. and i'm not i'm not proud of this what'd you, you do, should do, what'd jury you do? Duty. no but i just did like it was right before thanksgiving it's just before stand-up but i did the thing of like i have an audition for sure. a Broadway show and and they really they're like hey nail that audition tomorrow Fucking and thank, like, you. Yeah. thank you, thank, thank you, thank you. So some people have that that reaction to show business. Absolutely, yeah. and it was it had worked too many times. So that's probably why I was so confident to then be like, hey, I really am trying to make it. Like I, I have a podcast with a sponsor. You want some underwear? That type of thing. And then it was like this. So pe- what for fucking period underwear too? Like, like no one even wants that ever. The company went out of business. Like no one. It, the pitch it was all fucked up. So I lost the license. You have to explain to the cop what a period is, all these things. Where's the blood go? Well, it licks it away, but I don't know where it goes technically. You should get your license, though, because you'll know not, you're not going to do those things I just said. And then it'll be so empowering. Imagine that moment when you pull onto the freeway. You know what I'm saying? You're right before I crash. I don't think so. Let me tell you what happened. So I had to do, at least in Maryland, we had to do six hours uh, three two-hour sessions with a, a driving instructor. Yeah, special time. And they had their own gas pedal and brake pedal. And I clearly got someone who, like, was clinically, like, depressed. We did not have that. They had their own gas and brake pedal. That is That's insane. They had their own insane. gas and brake. That's no a wheel. bad idea. No, and, That's weird. And, like, Never like, heard of like clearly these people, 
there's no way you enter that profession as a stable. Like sure. think your whole job is to get into cars every day for hours right. with no. new, 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 new drivers. I just want to die. Do. Yeah. So <laughs> we're going on the highway and he was just like mean. And like I was anxious in a way where like the, the, the anyone being mean to me, it like entered a sure. deep place. Plus he could literally control the speed. I mean, that is so. And, and, he, and he, it was more about gas than brake. It was more about like, let's, you know, let's keep going. So we're going down the highway. It's the first time on the highway. This is, I wouldn't want to drive either. This is traumatizing. This is totally well, this traumatizing. This probably might have been what stopped me. And and he starts going, he starts pointing at places that past students of his had crashed <laughs> and died. Wait, no, no, no. I swear to God. While he was in the car. No. I swear to God. While no, we're in no. the car driving on the highway, he's like, there, there was a prom night and no. someone died there. No. And at no least way. twice. I swear to God. I swear to God. I swear to God. And maybe he meant it as motivation or like, you know, this is why you need to be careful. And, and that's but like, what this he is said. me like driving. I'm not one of these people like, do, 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 radio. I'm like shaking, about to shit my pants. And he's Wait. like, yeah, someone died there. Someone died there. Why did he have so many students die? He wasn't a good well, teacher. That was, then. that was the second part of it where I was like, maybe I need a different teacher. <laughs> sure. And I was so, I was so, basically I did like two sessions with this guy and then I like stopped for like six months. Yeah. Then I was going to do my third session and this is how scared I was of him. This is humiliating. But this is so scary. Like this is 100%, that, yeah. like 100% verified. This isn't something that anyone would be like, oh, you're overreacting. This is insane. Yeah. That yeah. is insane. Yeah. And so you, it's not like I chose this guy. You got a random sure. person. So the third time, six months later, I did it. Uh, who drives up to the house? It's him. And I went to my dad's girlfriend at the time and I said, uh, can you, can you tell him I can't do this? Like yeah. I, I didn't do it. They sent yeah. him away. Yeah. And I'm, cause I, I was like, I was like, it was something about those two hours. I, I it was like an existential horrifying. He was yeah. telling I you where people that were doing what you were doing had died, died and it yeah. was more than one of them. And you're yeah. young and you're, yeah. Oh, I think those, those guys though, they, they are, I feel like when I took my first driver's test, same kind of energy. He didn't tell mm. me people were going to die, but I did fail my first test. And I remember being stressed out about the, the older man in the car. He had an energy that was like very intimidating, very mm. scary. And then second, my dad in my head really warned me ahead of time. He's like, there's one street in Sydney, this, this town where I was taking the test, that is a one-way street. And mm. like really got me going like, and in my head, I was like, oh God, I gotta remember that one right. one-way street. It's different than all the rest. So at the very end of the test, I go onto the street that I think is a one-way. It is not a one-way. <laughs> and I go to take a left turn and I go into oh, the no, left no. lane. And this old man's like, oh, no. he's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I was like, ah, <laughs> he goes, get back over. And then I like went back over, but like too far. And then I'm like, uh, like hit the curb a bit on the right side. And, and I failed the first time I did sure. it. But it was because my, my dad was like, freaked me out about the one way right. street. And then this man was like freaking me out too. He was just, you know, I mean, that, he should have been energy. more chill. Like he should be like more like, like prepared for that screamed. type of thing. He screamed. <laughs> I mean, I did pull into the left lane of traffic. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a small town. No one's driving. So it's still less it's traumatizing. I feel like the guy you were with was maybe some, maybe he's totally tone deaf or like some sadistic person that was like out to get you. Sadist I think sadistic. I mean, and also like it's the, insane. part of this is that when they pick you up, you then uh, drive whatever kid he had before is in the car with you. You have to drop off the kid prior to their house. Did all his kids so die? Was he like, it's empty because they died. They died. They died. They died. They died. Everyone died. Yeah. Just hard. I mean, it's. I think it's hard to teach driving. Like my parents, obviously, we've talked like they, they had their own issues. Sure. But like 
it's got to like my dad used to help me, and then one time I I made a left on red without uh, left on green without waiting for the the opposing street to come through, right. and like you know almost got hit. Sure. And my dad like pull over, right? And he's like yeah. he's livid because we almost got into a huge right. accident. He's scared, and I didn't. He's scared. I got I got into uh, a riding. Uh, I think I'm also like I have PTSD now. I was sure. in a I can't say which company it was, but one of the ride sharing apps because I got mm. I got money. Ooh, um, ooh. But uh, they got into an accident, and thank God, God I was behind the driver and not on the other side in the back. Was it Be- on the interstate? Uh, no, it was, it, it was oh. in DC, and um, we we got hit, uh, mm. t boned. It was totally her fault. Mm. Um. And I was right by, I was about to do a spot at Draft House. Mm. And it was, I felt very cool because I got out of the car. I was okay. I got out of the car. I went to my spot immediately. Wow. Went to the spot at Draft House. I was like, hey, I was in a car accident and like, I need to take pictures of it. Can I do my spot right now? And they, they like, were like, oh, yeah. So yeah. I went, I did five minutes and my head's ringing. I'm like in a different place. Wow. And then I went back. I took pictures of the accident. Jesus. And, uh, and I found my glasses. My glasses had flown off. They were shattered. They looked like I should have been dead the way my glasses wow. looked. But because of that hit, I still get flashes of, and I think yes. if I drove, I'd, I'd feel this all the time where I'm crossing the street and I imagine a car just, I think of the car hitting me in my head, smashing against the window. That's so just scary. pops into my head. I get that because I've known people who have ha- been in car accidents where it's like they have PTSD from that. Yeah. Did you have a good set that night? I had a killer set. I, I was going to say. I was a fucking badass. Because probably night. your adrenaline was pumping and in a way I would almost hope you didn't have a good set because then it's like you're like thinking like, okay, yeah. I got to like recreate <laughs> the moments before this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'll do that sometimes. Like if I have a good show, I'll be like, okay, what did I do before? I need to redo that. But luckily, if, if, if I needed every time I was in, yeah. I was like, "Fuck, Hit I'm me. taping. I'm taping tonight. Show yeah. tonight. Right. Take Just, an Uber. Right. Make Plane. sure request or, or whatever. Specifically request yeah. a lady. <laughs> I um. That's a joke. I uh. I so, you, if you told me you were driving somewhere, yeah. Based on all these stories you just told me, yeah. I got to be honest with you. Wouldn't go. I wouldn't get in a car with but you I to save my life. I've never been in a car accident. Just criminal speeding. <laughs> And one time I did hit a rock, but I was stoned out of my mind. Not that that makes it better. I don't drink or smoke anymore. I was in high school. I was super fucking stoned. And I remember we just like been smoking in the car, me and a bunch of friends, reversed it. Boom, hit a rock. And we were all like, oh, got out. Look, the car was totally fine. The rock had been moved. And we were like, why is the car fine? And then the next day, my dad, he came in. He's like, I don't know what happened to your car because I saw it was fine last night. But the front bumper and the back bumper just fell off. And I was like, crazy. And I got out of it. So that was the only like little car thing I've been in. And one other thing. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get in a car with you to save my life. But I've been with some, we, I had a, I think she'd be okay with me telling this, but I'll text. Uh, There was something, a story with Carmen Lynch where she was headlining somewhere and Mm. something, something with our driver was clear. We shouldn't drive back with this person. Mm. It's a whole other story. But Carmen Lynch, uh, she drove us back instead. And I just don't think she's driven a lot. I can see her being a very cautious driver. But it was rainy. This car was not great. Yeah. And it was dark. And she at one point turned into a one way, like off the highway, a one way. And like had to do a three point turn. Right. And there's one point in the three point turn where I'm in the passenger seat where I'm like, I'm I'm you're the first it. to you're be hit, yeah. right? And I was like, I was like, uh, you know when, when you're course. with a stressful driver and you almost like you're like, okay, if an accident happened, I would leap over, yes. I would grab the yes. wheel, move her feet out of the way. Oh put my, my! I've never thought that. Uh, I like you're you're grabbing things like wow, and you you can't do anything. Right? You would no. you, powerless. Nothing. 
but you have a thought like, I'll undo my seatbelt really quick. Sure. I jumped over to the side. You've been traumatized. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's not worth it to relive to force yourself trying to drive, but I feel like the accident's one thing. The guy, you could like, that guy was just crazy on one. Bad egg, bad egg. I do think there's a certain degree of like, okay, I need to be successful enough that the ride is covered. Whatever propels you to go after that, I'm all for that too. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because like, it's a slippery slope when you start being like, well, maybe I'll just like not try to be as successful and like buffer it with this. Go for it. The gold. Go for the no driver. Um. Uh, so I, I want to revisit. you dated this therapist mm -hmm, for about a year. And, uh, was that, I, I can't even imagine what that would be like for me to date. It made me respect therapists more. And the reason is cause I had to see all the work her and her therapy friends did to like keep, now this was a g bunch of therapists that did a lot of work in themselves. So like maybe other therapists aren't that good, but they would do or her in particular, she would do so much work on herself so she could be balanced out to then be a good therapist. Like, and I didn't think about how expensive it is. So they're renting their studio. They're renting their space. They have to pay for supervision and pay for this and then pay for their own therapy and all this stuff. So that's why it may be like, oh, I see why therapy is so expensive because mm. they have all this fucking overhead. Yeah. So it made me respect it more and also see like, you know, if she had stuff in her life going on, she would like need to like do all these therapy appointments. So then when she goes into therapy, she can be like, mm. I'm a vessel to work with you. And I was like, I respect that. Sure. Was she getting... I've only once, maybe twice, my therapist makes it very open, like, if I need her uh, last minute, right. I can call. And yes. I've only done it, like, twice in my life. Yes, likewise with mine, for sure. But, like, was she getting a lot of those calls? Not a ton. Or if she, and she wouldn't talk about any of her clients with me, which is totally She wouldn't fair. even do it anonymously. Sometimes she would give very vague things, but I like listening to someone else's world when I'm in a relationship. And yeah. that actually was a problem for me because like, I remember dating someone and she worked at an office and she's like, you don't want to hear these stories. And I was like, yeah, I fucking do. If this guy she worked with, his wife was always putting him on a diet. And I was like, what's happening with the diet? What's happening with that? I want to hear the Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like, I want to hear, what, he, he, he's sneaking bagels. Like, what's, what the fuck's going on? And it's just like, we want, I want to hear stuff that's like outside of entertainment. I'm hungry for it, yeah. you know, just sure. like office drama fucking i want to hear about it but she wouldn't talk about her clients and i wanted to hear about them i, I figure what the rule is when it's if it's anonymous if they're allowed to talk about i don't know what the hippocratic oath for therapists is. she maybe could have more maybe she thought that like then i would go talk about it other places and then well that's the problem you know as a comedian right. i mean like right it's she, she would say good little lines like i remember she said once she, this isn't her line but she would like put therapy lines in a good time she'd be like emma you can't always start at the finish line because I would get so frustrated with like projects or acting things. And she'd be like, you always try to start at the finish line. You got to start, you know, you just got to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. And that's a good one. And she would say, I think that was the only one I really remember, actually. Did, she was did, was it ever one. tough where you get into arguments and she'd be like, well, you are projecting. You are doing this. She was too good at arguments. And she'd be like, because she'd also say, she's, I'd be like, okay, fine, you're right. And she's like, no, one of us isn't right. You know, we're in this together. And I'm yeah. like, Fuck you can't even lose yeah, an argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't even lose an argument because we're never having an argument. And then we went to see yeah. a couple's therapist. <laughs> oh, yeah. you can't lose because you're never having. That's we, fantastic. This couple's therapist we saw was like a therapist that only therapists got access to. And this woman was fucking incredible. And I actually wanted to keep my relationship with my girlfriend going to still get access to this couple's therapist this woman was fucking brilliant and like you only could get an appointment because she only saw other therapists or you had to be in a relationship with one she's I, a genius i'm just so interested like you know how there's like the comedian's comedian yeah like is the therapist therapist yes. the, the best therapist she's there is the best she's in the west village and you know what was weird okay she obviously had had a facelift that didn't go well and i couldn't believe that i was like damn so she's a therapist yeah. 
And I asked when I was like, I was like, what's up with her face though? And she's like, well, she had a, you know, it's not a big deal. She had a facelift. And I was like, that didn't go well. I mean, there was like a big problem with it. And she was like, yes, but like, that's not why we're in there. And I just couldn't, I was always cooking about that. Cause I was like, I can't believe it's not even. Basically that's the one, she's like this master therapist, super at peace. But if you bring up the facelift, she should lose it or that she's not even addressing it at the beginning of meetings because it was so Emma, you think every person she's going to meet she's she's going to say all right right out the gate i would hope so. i feel like she'd be like okay it didn't go great <laughs> we all see that i'm aware just to clear the air like if you like in you know in comedy if you have a physical thing like you need to want to address it so the audience isn't wondering so i would just think that she would want to be like before we get into therapy i think about mateo's all the time where mateo just right he starts a lot of sessions being like obviously i'm gay and he moves on from there yes. and he's like let me just let me just do it. Be done with it. That's the toughest. I always have the toughest time figuring out that opener where can I, I can like address how I look in like a fun, non-threatening way. That's what takes me the longest time to write. Because once I get that, I can like start working a set around it. But it, that that is tough. And that's his is good with that. Yes, yeah, I never like I don't feel which is I good. have to do that. I'm happy for you that you don't because it's like a weird. Like, but I think because fuck. people assume they just assume uh straight white guy. Exactly. If anything, I, I can play with the fact that some people thought I was gay. Sure. But other than that. Right. There's nothing I have to address. Right. And then it's also you don't have to build the bridge of being like, okay, these are the preconceived thoughts of that. Like, I want to show like, oh, I'm also like, I'm friendly, I'm man friendly. Like, uh, do you, do you, you know. feel any sets like, do you feel like you just are every set you always have to address being gay? I'll try to address how a way how I look and it not and usually I'll have to like maybe tie that into being gay. But I'll the in the ideal way, it doesn't have to be. Like the joke I had that was the best about it was my name's Emma Wilman, but if I say it too fast, it sounds like I said I'm a woman. So sometimes I'll meet people and they're like, oh, I was pretty sure. I like something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. boom, 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 boom. We did how I look. Haha. It doesn't have to be tied to anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's the ideal. But I haven't had, like, recently I've just been trying to, like, get into it with stuff that isn't any gay sure. or anything. But then sometimes I feel a little weird. Like, then I'll notice, like, when I do address it, there'll be, like, a tension release. And so I'm like, well, I don't fucking know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And also, it depends on crowd. I I mean, like, you know, yeah. like, LOL, like, like a touristy spot. Sure. Like, you know, you deal with people who like, they're not, they're still homophobic in a right. very bad way. But then for those crowds, sometimes I look like, like a straight person in whatever town they're from. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh huh. And that's uh -huh. almost like, hoof to the looks of their straight, not that. I'm not saying I got great features, but if I'm if I am representative, I mean, they're fine if I and I feel like I can say that because I was like a fat kid and stuff. But if if I <laughs> am representative of the average straight girl in your town to me, like that would be a little rough. You know uh -huh. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes I'll do those like places and then they, they don't I don't ever address I'm gay or when I do, they'll be like, oh, and that to me, I'm like, what? Sure, sure. You guys are ugly then. That's what that means. <laughs> That's what it means. I'm like, you fuck, like, woof. What's, where's the prom queen in your town? Like, tell her to go to Sephora. Um, uh, before we go to the, the move on to the segments, mm. I, uh, since you were talking with Tova about Accutane, yeah. I figured that'd be a, a huge undertaking. Of, uh, you got ADD, mm -hmm. acne, divorced parents. Yeah. I was always really lucky as a kid, too, though. Like, I always had anything I ever wanted, like, uh, like, I was very like taken care of. Like I got to go to summer camp and stuff like that. Sure. But then yeah. you had no friends cause of the ADD. And right. the <laughs> I, uh, are you use Accutane? Well, I heard I was watching, I watched all your stand up things, you know, just in yeah, preparation. I appreciate and, that. I appreciate it. And you were talking about, what was it? Was it birth control to help with that? Okay. Acne? So you're supposed, when you take Accutane, which I avoided for, 
ever because it's supposed to make you really depressed. And it says like, suicidal thoughts are a possibility. Which, but so many things say that, but I had heard with Accutane, it really, and I was like, what's that song where it's like, don't push me, I'm close to the edge. Like, I was like, don't push me with the suicidal thought. Like, like I'm already, yeah, yeah. like, let's yeah. not tip the scale. So what I ended up doing was microdosing on it, and it was awesome. I totally Wait, is that is that it. medically sound? Medic or is this it was the doctor recommended it. He was like, really? Yeah, he was like, we're going to put you on it longer, but you have to just take a smaller dose. I've only and heard microdosing in terms of like shrooms. taking shrooms yeah. and shit. So, like so with Accutane, you can. I guess some models do it that like just, and they just do it for life because it keeps your skin just like glowing, but not good for your system. Really? Not for your system, yeah. Like but it long makes term? You, yeah, because it's so harsh in your system. But it makes your skin like, if you don't have acne and you take it, it you look, it just makes you glow. I recommend Accutane if you're struggling with acne. Yeah. Sure. It's tough. I mean, there was, there's occasionally, I think we had one kid at my high school where like the kind of acne where it's like all over their face. Sure. It's like and wow. I didn't brutal have it. in high school. I didn't have it in high school. Thank Jesus. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's Does it ever go oh, away? God. Does there ever, like people hit an age where it's just like. It came, I got it when I was in, I think I started getting acne when I was in New York. So like 25, but it was so, it's the worst. I hated it. Especially in twenties. Cause it seems like ah, unusual. Yeah. Unusual. Did totally. you ever have acne? Yeah, um, I did, but it was never that bad. It was usually like one or two on the face. I could show and you pictures. And then I had pictures. some back acne mm. that was kind of weird really? and bad for, for a while, and then it went away. It makes you uh, self-conscious when you... Yeah. But they make you prove that you're not going to get pregnant. If you're someone that can get pregnant. So they, there's all this stuff. So you have to fill out all these forms, like, and you have to take a vow of... You either take a vow of celibacy, or you have to go on birth control. And so I was like, I'll take the vow of celibacy. But I was like, isn't there, but this doesn't apply to me. Like, you know, I'm, I'm gay. And they were like. They called a vow. Like, that's very religious vow. talk yeah. to me. Steeped in religion. Because I was like, this, I said the same thing. I was like, this seems a little problematic that there's not a gay option. They're like, well, because some people say that they're gay. And then you never know what's going to happen. I was like, well, I promise you I know what's going to happen. And they were like, but you never know. And I was like, here's the thing. I was like, so if I do get but pregnant. you never know. I was like, that means I was raped. So do we really want to um, err on the side of the rapist in this situation? And they were like, I'm just the admin, you know, and I was like, <laughs> like, like please, please don't put, don't yeah, do this to like, me. Yeah. I am not paid enough to answer the moral well, conundrum you just which presented Which is fair, because I brought up that up to the doctor and like someone on the telephone, but I was like, all right, I'll play your game. I'll, sure, I'm going to be celibate, fine. But, and then I was like very self-conscious about all the nurses and doctors and they're thinking I was never having sex. So my last day on Accutane, I was like, just so everybody knows, I've been fucking for a little bit of this, just so everybody knows, <laughs> having sex. And they were like, get her out of here but i failed the um i failed the celibacy test so every month you have to take a test to say i am not having sex and you have to show that you understand what it means to not have sex so this is straight sex so it's like they'll say you know if the penis like does this and that then does that can you do this and that so one of them was about pre-com like mm. and it was logic so i was like okay yeah pre-com you can't get it near you, you could get pregnant but i guess I, I i failed the test enough times that i got locked out of the system so I had to call it. I was like, I. What did you fail? What did you fail? It would just be questions about like proving that you knew like, how to be pre safe. Could pre-cum make and you pregnant? And you were questions like, questions like that. You're like, nope. This is all no. for acne medication. All for acne medication. But pre-cum can make you pregnant, can it? Yeah, I think it's like I rare. Think. But I think like in, I mean, maybe there's some a small contingent of society goes like, he didn't blow his load inside me, right. so it's not sex. Right. Yeah. 
I don't know who was writing their test, but I must have failed some other questions too because they were like, "You're blocked out of the system. You have to wait five days." And I was like, "I just, I just, what did, you, what did you fail? What could you have possibly failed?" It's funny. I have on my phone the questions where it's like I could go back and probably figure out which ones they were, but I failed it enough times that then I called into the doctor's office and one of the nurses was like, "Get in here! Like, I'll take the test for you." I was like, "Thank you." So she I haven't would, had sex in a long time. Don't worry, I can pass this. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she would, but it would just be like basic straight sex questions. But I watch. Like, I feel well-versed in straight sex because I watch tons of straight porn. Like Me too. So I would think I would know how to answer them, but I failed. You watch tons of straight porn? Tons. More than yeah. more than lesbian I porn? I only watch straight porn because sexually, I like to self. I like to always like role play that I'm a guy. So I like, I mm. always, I've never watched lesbian porn in my entire life. Sometimes I'll watch gay guy porn. I love, really? Yeah, I love this one muscle bear one. And it's because the, I like watching daddy, like, like I like watching someone get pounded out. So I mm. like, there's just one daddy I really like because I like the picture being this guy because I like the way he pounds out his little fucking twinks. Thoughts? Uh, it's watch? interesting. We talked about porn a lot. In the, strap uh, it's, are you, on is there a lot of strap-ons? Tons. Very strap-on oriented. But I won't call them strap-on. But like, yeah, it's my dicks, my cock. I fucking, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm how romantic. Many, how many different <laughs> cocks do, do you own? I've in my life so many. But like now, this particular time, the most recent person I'm with, I don't know. I bought a lot of them. Seven, maybe. Maybe five, but we only really rotate with three. Are they realistic looking? Are they yes, colors? Yes, always. No colors. No, always realistic oh, looking. Oh, yeah, realistic. Yeah. yeah. You have I course. think that I would be that way, too. Yeah, of course. But, like, yeah. realistic, like, like there's a, a vein? Like Yes, as realistic as humanly possible. Oh, yeah. wow. Then yeah. why do you have so many? Why not just one, if they're all the same? Because I like, there's one that's, like, for pack and play that's fun, but I also like role-playing different characters. I'm, I'm the dad, I'm the uncle, I'm the stepbrother, I'm the doctor, I'm the this, I'm the and that. And they have so different cocks? So it's like fun to have Like, the doctor has, like, one of those earpieces on the balls or something? <laughs> well, it's like if you were playing a sketch <laughs> comedy character and you had the same wig exactly. for everything. It exactly, it or it's like, oh, which, no, here comes which the preacher. Role has, yeah. Which oh. role has the biggest cock? Ooh, I don't know. I would say probably, like, the preacher or the doctor. Wow. Because then it's like the biggest cock. Because but it's also like the dad brings the daughter to the preacher to, and then he she's like talking about how the dad touches her, and then the preacher goes and fucks her or something like that. So it's like the more transgressive it is, the big full scenes you're creating, full movies. Actually, I mean, these sounds like they have your sex life has log lines. I can't take credit for them because I'm. I'm in such a good sexual situation now that we like create the environments together. But I have been in s- ones where it's how like, much you 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 coming in and do you have outfits? Oh, I thought you were asking how much I was coming. Oh, and I was like, I was about to think about it, but I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, no, I know you failed the sex quiz. I'm not asking any. And how much are you coming? That'd be, are you, are you be coming in? Sweet of you. Like, are, is, like, are how you, much are you coming though? Does she say, oh, oh Father David? No, we don't. I'm, so, I'm so sorry. No, we don't do any outfits. I mean, but it's like, I, I, I guess I would. That's a That would be fun. You to do the outfits? There, is there I did once in high Usually school. The girl I, was, does I had the a outfit, girlfriend in high school where we were like, we were so new to sex. We'd yeah. be like, let's do outfits. And it was so weird because it was like, all right, you're my secretary. Like, she was my secretary. And I'm like, I'm 18 years right. old. Good for what you guys. What am I doing with the secretary? But it felt so weird because it was like, she wasn't a great actor. Mm. And so it was just like she was wearing a, a, a pantsuit. Sure. And then I've... she took off the pantsuit. Right. And then we proceeded with what we were going to do anyway. You know what? It's about the time and the consideration you both put into wanting to go there. But I like it best if you kind of like more talk out the scenarios and you're like having sex while you're like talking them out instead of having to go into full on acting. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And in these scenarios, are you are you a man? Always, yeah, always. yeah, yeah, always, always. But that's just what gets me the most, like, into it. It's the most, that's that's why I'm not usually with lesbians because I feel sexually restricted with lesbians. I've been with plenty of them, but I like I, I like uh, someone that's like, they're like, oh, how do you identify? And they're like, well, I'm 
and then I'm like, got, got it. Sure. You know what I mean? With the cocks, I think the one thing is like, the do they have ones that get harder? Because I think mm-hmm. that's part of the experience of is like, do. you got a chub, and then it's all the right. way. Where these are like, you're rock hard. Rock hard from the, from the get. They have ones that <laughs> you Father can David, like. Father David, you are. <laughs> yeah. Father Your cock is fully erect. <laughs> um, they have ones that you can like, they they have like all different ones they can, but that's probably the biggest thing. And then also like making it so like the, like, you know, like a ones that's like biological, the temperature would be with the body temperature, but with the other ones. Yeah, you know, what do you mean? It changes? It adjusts? No, in like a biological one would, but the ones that are not, like you can get like different like lubes that, you know. There's just certain things, I mean, there's certain also not great things where like if you had one where like, yeah, the balls really drop if it's hotter. Like sure. that would be like you don't you don't need that right you mean we, you you don't right. necessarily want all oh, the right. aspects sure, there's sure, negative sure. aspects of yeah, that yeah 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 because you but can, you, you gotta you know. when you wear shorts you gotta have it like you gotta wear right. it around and if you or if I come then I can still like keep fucking the person I, which is that would that's be fun good. if if there was a feature where like. If you got too into it or if you came, it would be like, well, then it's oh, done. Yeah, that'd be so it's funny. It's, it's over. You had to feel so You don't get to experience this right. part where you really right. ruin the night because <laughs> you finish too fast. And I feel for biological guys so much of that because I'm like, well, it's hard. And it's like a lot of work with your body and the thrusting. It's like so many things going on. And then it's like, yeah, and if someone comes, like, you can't help it. You know what I mean? Like, what mm-hmm. I mean, you can, you can, but it's like, I hate when I hear women, if they say like, oh, that guy came too fat. Michael Che has a great joke about that. Have you heard it? What no. the, it he, compliments to the chef? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it means joke. like, you know, you did great. You, right. That's a, right. Well, I, I went through a, I, I, I went through a thing where I first started having sex where like I, I was coming too fast. Of and course. Then, and then like, you How know, could you not? because I wasn't yeah. in proper therapy, like then right. I, I stopped being able to get it up and I sure. felt my dick was broken, blah, blah, blah. Sure. But uh, I think one of like the greatest lessons I learned was just like, oh, you can, if you're about to come, you can stop having sex. Yes. And just do other things. Like something right. so simple. That if I could go back, it would be creepy at my age to go up to 18-year-old me, but I'd be like, you could just stop fucking. But that's hard to do, too. Eat the puss for 10 minutes right. and then go back in there. Live and learn. I mean, that's like a, that's tough to, of course, like you're so excited to be having sex. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be too hard on yourself about it. You should be happy that you're having. I was too soft on myself about too it. Too soft. <laughs> <laughs> that you were sexually active from that young an age is good. It shows good people skills. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because getting someone to have sex with you is like a whole thing. When did you when did you come out? Did it feel like a specific thing? Um, I came out when I got to college, and it felt like I was in like oop, I'm sorry. Um, when I was in, uh, I would say like the second day of college, and then when I saw like really second day of college, yeah, I was ready to come <laughs> the first out. Night was- but then I started seeing like hot, attractive, feminine lesbians, and I had never seen like mm. you know, and they need it needs to right, be attractive right. by any standard. I'm not into the oh that's cute for lesbian. It needs to be like, but. You know, but so, but then I started seeing ones like that in college, and then I was like, "Oh, all right, like, who? Let's do it." Or later, and they'd say, "Go away," or whatever it is. But then I would start like that's when I started dating was in college. Mm-hmm. I I remember the first time I, I I hooked up with someone who who identified as a lesbian. Mm-hmm. I had a really butch friend Stephanie, and she used to let guys fuck her sometimes. Uh, it was she was the first person to to uh, to put a finger, you know. In Good the, for you guys. I think for her it was just a matter of habit. And right, it, right. It, uh, and then and then and then she wasn't she wasn't fully into me, and I like right. found that I was like really into her. Mm. But then I was I, there was a certain degree of relief of like she's into women. Absolutely. But then right. she got with a fucking boyfriend, and I was like, "Fuck no! What the fuck? Oh, really? Like you know how that old trope of like I turned her into a lesbian? Right. I was like, I." 
<laughs> I made her like guys, but not me. That's yeah. not what I wanted at all. I totally see why that would be more frustrating. Is she actually. still with the person? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and wow. I, I don't think yeah. that I I turned, but but I think I think she she's bi, right? But like she was had been with just women, and and uh, there was a real sense of relief. That I had a you know, sure. I've, I've always found I don't know if all guys are like this, but I've I think I am a more feminine uh, in the spectrum of whatever. I I never know what like. Using the binary terms mm. to identify yeah. my characteristics now feels dated, but I still find myself of more feminine men. Well, you're able to express yourself, and unfortunately, people associate that with femininity. Yes. Too bad, yes. but but you in know. the traditional in in the spectrum, like all I know is that I feel like there's been many women who are lesbians or mm. who are more masculine in that old way of looking sure. at things and I'm attracted to them because mm. we match in that way. Oh, it's way. All, so much about yin and yang or mm. I'll have so many, I've had like like straight friends be like, well, I'm the more masculine energy in my relationship and I'm like, no, you just are assertive and into your career and know what you want and you're associating those things with masculinity. Sure. But that's like a faulty, but it's like, but you always want the yin and yang of, I mm -hmm. think, because if it's two people with the, exactly the same energy, then you, I, I don't even understand how that would work. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've known women uh, where... I, I talked about, we did this show called That Bachelorette Show. Yeah. And I played this guy. I was replaced by Vinny in the Jersey Shore. Oh, this my is, it was, God. The character wow. was Giovanni Giovanni. Yeah. And, like, it was, like, real, like, and I was just sure. gross and disgusting. And after the show one time, this woman who was, like, way out of my league, just a just a different world. Sure. Uh, was, like, really hitting on me. And then we went to the bar after, and I, you know, I put on my glasses, and I asked her, like, how was her day? Right. And, like, it was Shit. over. Really? And I, for for a moment, I thought, like, could I you were, stay like, in this you character? You were, like, assaulting people when we would do the show. Yeah, the I show, mean, I'd be like, like, like right. I did that yeah. the whole time. And I'd be like, oh, you grew up on a chicken coop because you shouldn't know how to raise cocks. Right. Like, <laughs> shit like that. And that was the line I did every night. Um, and, uh, you know, it was just so clear that she was into That's that. That's so interesting. And I was like, oh, I, I, I know some women who just like, I'll right. never, they'll never like what I'm, I'm sure. putting out there. And that's life. And that's yeah. life. That's but life. It, was, it was just very funny because she was like into me and I was, huh. and I never got that in the, that show. But uh, <laughs> what was your character? Your character? His character. It was just like fat slob. It was literally like it was just like. <laughs> what did your like, t-shirt say? It, uh, something about being chubby, chubby guys, chubby uh, guys, snuggle better, cuddle or cuddle. something. It, Those it, descriptors are so. Uh, I can mean, be so disheartening. It was what was funny too is that like <laughs> when we were doing the show, all the other guys at first when they had I guess a little bit more of a budget, they would all all the guys would take a limo because it was mm. like an interactive show. Did they not so let they, you in the limo? No, no, no. I had to walk. <laughs> from behind the theater on 42nd Street, uh, like around an avenue. So I mean, we did the show full time or, or it was we, at a around the year. So like yeah. I would be in my, my costume was the same. So I'd have shorts and a t-shirt on. And, and a so, fanny pack. And a fanny pack. And I have to walk in New York City streets in the winter. Why wait, like, Why would they not give you the limo too? They wanted me to wait in line. In, why? To As part of the show? To be like, interactive. But no one, uh, I can tell you, no one in the the whole year I did the show, not one person in line said, like, hey, hey. The guy. and I didn't be like, no, no, no. I right. was just like, you know, I would just wait in line. Miserable. And and so uh, when we- <laughs> the, the, Very but, funny, they built it, the bouncer is like, get out of here, fatty. We're not <laughs> letting you in here. And you what? start crying. <laughs> um, I remember one time too, remember the- <laughs> when we were doing it and the person in charge was like, um, he's like, and maybe, you know, when you go to the microphone, you could just like, I don't know, like pop your butt crack out or something. And I was like, I don't know how I would do that. Like, I, I was like, I don't You'd know. You'd have to do a twerk I, I or something. I don't know how or why I would do that. Um, but 90%, uh, I will say once the show started, 90% uh, of the audience was lovely to me, not mm. in that way, but then 10% were real. Sometimes people would say, 
awful thing. It was like a terrible interaction. You walk around. You know, I was playing a weird fat guy, and like, what would they say? One time, this woman said, um, um. I was, I don't even think I was like, I was talking to her friend in the thing and it was just doing the thing and it was not like, and she was like, she's like, we don't want to talk to you. Why don't you go find a fat girl? <gasps> and I was like, and I was like, I thought I had. <laughs> oh! Did you say that? Yeah, yeah, Russell, yeah, good yeah, for yeah. you. I know. Good for I was, you. I was very proud of it in the moment. What but did she say? She, she, I just walked away. Cause I was like, it, it was just one of the, it was oh, like Russell, later on I've the, never... it was later on the run. It was just so, it would be. And not that there's anything wrong with that. But no, like, no, truly like, fuck? truly like, I mean, I'm fat. I hate I'm her. Fat. It was just like one of those things where you're like, what are you doing? Why are you, this is a show. A People sadistic are drunk. monster. Like, what are you talking about? Wow. Like, this is, a, it was a, it was a bizarre thing. And that would happen like. Once every few shows, there'd be someone who'd say a very weird, fucked up thing. Um, Just because they felt like they had agency over you because yeah, they were like, "Because I'm a loser." Yeah, like in the show, I'm the- a loser, and they're like, "I'll play into it too." But like, it would be like too mean. It, it would be so mean, and I would be like, "I never was genuinely. I was never playing like that." Because like my character was like a sweet, aloof person. In yeah, the show. yeah. So it was like a, a very weird thing. That's awful. I mean, it was, it was a terrible. It was the kind of show you're walking around. I mean, so once a woman grabbed my stomach, and I wasn't supposed to be the chubby character. She grabbed. Yeah. She's like, "A little too much spaghetti for Giovanni, Giovanni." And I was like, whoa, Bitch. I did yeah. not like that yeah. at all. That's not cool. Once a per- one woman grabbed my butt in a way where she was inside me. She mm. like yeah, grabbed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It was a, yeah. it, we have to do a whole episode on that I fucking know, show. I'm I ready to burn that bridge. What was the show percent. called? That, that Bachelorette show. show. You maybe seen there was, that. There was an improv uh, that was very popular called Awesome 80s Prom, where it was yes. like interactive and it was all the characters from 80s shows. And this was like trying to recreate the success of that, but with that Bachelorette mm. show. And uh, uh, that's how our sketch team was born. It came out of that show. But it was just like at a club, uh, you're playing this character. And it felt like, oh, I'm in a play in New York sure. City. And like right. there were some I, nights in there where I looked at these like lights flashing. And I was getting into my Cupid costume. <laughs> and I thought like, what happened? Right. That, that was the most right. time in my life where I was like, what I, happened? I, right. to I do me. have to say when you uh, one funny th- story about that show is when when you left the show and and um, the guy from Jersey Shore, uh, Vinny, Vinny re- replaced you. Shore. Big replace. I mean, that, big that, replacement. Um, yeah, but it's it was still funny. how people introduce me when they bring me on stage. <laughs> really? No. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, there was like a ten minute window where I had to wait with just him backstage uh-huh. uh, for whatever reason, and it was funny because we we would talk and. And one one of the shows, he was telling me about like he went to this porn convention. He hooked up with this porn star, and he, he was like telling me about it. And so then, and so like the next time I saw him, I asked him. I was like, "Oh, you still you still talking to the porn star?" Right. And he goes, oh, "Where'd you hear that from? Is that going around on the blogs?" And I was like, "No, you, no, fucking you idiot. literally told me that." <laughs> but he was like, he was like acting like it was like sure. the the page six sure. had been talking about sure. it. It was very funny. And you're like, no one cares. No one. Truly, no one man. cares. Like, no like one. we're here doing yeah. this, and <laughs> yeah. yeah, I probably have to go in about five. Okay, okay that's fine. Let's all right, it. let's uh, all right, let's just do. Uh, this has got to stop for you. Well, okay. I have the cues. Uh, this has got to stop. This has got to stop. Emma Wilman, uh, what's got to stop? Oh God! We'll do ours next. Is next it supposed episode. to be things that got to stop that I'm doing, or just in life? Anything in Anything. life? Yeah. Oh no! Like I I'm was gonna so do. Sorry. It's okay. We'll we'll talk for a second. Like one of the things. Uh, uh, it's you, what you got it. You read the email. I read the email. I know, and I did. I thought it would just come to me. Oh really? That's yeah. what you thought. Yeah, that's what that's I thought. What you thought. <laughs> Has anything idiot. in life worked okay. out like this for you? Emma? No, no, no. <laughs> Wait, something I don't like that's just gotta. St- 
stop. Well, okay, this is the first thing that just came to me. Go for it. I don't know if it's a good one or not, but I got to stop chewing into stuff and then pulling back with my neck because I fucked up my front teeth. That's why I have this retainer in right now. So I'm a bad, the chewing is what's got to stop is that they don't teach the most basic things in schools. Not the kids should be taught how to chew, but I want to know what basic colors go together. What are taxes? Why do we have to pay them? How do we have to do it? And also here's like fucking basic etiquette, not fancy dinner etiquette. But like when I chew something for years, I would go, like that and my teeth are all fucked up because of it and then i got veneers and then now one of my tooth popped out the other day because i had a quest bar that i froze then i went to bite it and I, it was muscle habit and i went mm, and i went and then popped the tooth <sighs> but the tooth was already fractured because i had done something i don't know else, how but. you learned to bite like that that's, i know that's You're how like if someone like bites something off a tree yeah, like a dinosaur I know. I'm crazy and no. I like to eat with my hands, but I was, I've noticed it over time because I was like, what are these fucking tooth problems? And then someone else pointed out to me, they're like, when you chew, you do too much neck muscle. But so if something's got to stop, it's that we don't get taught stuff like that in the school. Fantastic. I mean, I, I got I don't know what jump. school. I, I just, you, you know, schools definitely should teach taxes. I yes. feel like that's the thing your parents need to teach you is chewing. Chewing. I kind of lumped my weird thing in with the tax thing to try to give it like, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> give it some validity. But. Uh, and then the last thing is, uh, this is a. You better count your blessings. So, uh, so we just so we can get you out of here, we'll just, we'll just do you. What's something that you are, are thankful for, a blessing in your life right now? Uh, the 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 more specific the better. Okay, this is what I've been so thankful for recently. Great. I'm so thankful about I've been getting my steps in like I'd say for like six or seven months, and I'm so thankful for I've got three people in my life where we do step accountability, and at the end of every night we text each other their our steps or they text me theirs, and that's so it's just like such night those little like interactions like that can just make your day and your world like so much better because sometimes it's like an afterthought and then sometimes I'm like this feels like the only thing that I've been able to like actually do today that feels good for me here's my steps how are your steps and just like little things like that can just make your world so much better so I'm thankful for the steps so if you're able to get in steps I really encourage trying to do what's what's your what's your goal 10,000 a day do you count your steps uh no I do do you count yeah. How many you, did you do it? So in? I was doing, I realized in COVID it was very bad. Me too. Um, and so I, since January, I've been aiming for 75 to 10 a, yes. a day. You um, can do it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been, it's been much, much How many better. miles is this? Uh, four, point. five or yeah. It's like, it's like okay, four so point it's a yeah. significant. five. Yeah. You do it easily. It walking like between here and then they like, walk yeah. around for yeah, shows. Yeah, I go to Greenwich and then back here. Easy. I've been, that's probably like 4,000 steps. Now I'm like always clocking stuff for steps. Uh-huh. So I've gotten, I, since things have opened back up, I've been getting way a shit bunch of steps now. But then in COVID, I was getting no steps. Yeah. So yeah. I love getting in my steps and also doing the step accountability with people. It's just like a nice, and then I'm really, it's, it's her birthday today. Karen Fian lives near me and she works out a lot. And I started saying, let me know when you work out. Let me know when you work out. And just knowing when she's going to work out makes me go more likely to go work out. So like little things like other people being healthy and surrounding yourself with them and then helping. So I'm thankful for that, that she lets me know that we work out together. It's nice. It's nice to have a workout buddy. Yeah. Uh, We can start sending each other steps. Let's do it. How do you calculate? Your iPhone? Uh, Just my phone. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to just do it for a day. See what I do. Okay. I think I get addicted and be like, I got 15,000 steps. I bet you get a lot of There are times where you get like, where you're like, um, you know, finding reasons to do it. You're like, oh, I didn't hit it yet. So I I need a thousand steps. And you're just like moving around your house a lot. Yes. Like doing stuff. Sure. I've done that. I've gotten in like 8,000 just like pacing around when it's cold. Yeah. And especially if you're not in New York, like, or no, even in New York when it's cold out. Fuck. I remember being out in the blizzard and I was like, I gotta get my steps. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, all right. Well, uh, uh, anything you want to plug really quick? Um, I'll be in an upcoming episode of The Good Fight, and I don't know when it'll end. Yeah. Oh. I need to watch. I love The Good Wife. It's a really good I sh- like The Good Wife a lot. I like The Good Wife, too, but I had only watched one episode of The Good Fight is good as well. But yeah, that's the that's what I got going on. And my Instagram is Emma Wilman. And thank you guys so much for having me. I Watch appreciate six pack. it. Uh, Russell, we have a sketch show. Sketch show. Couple tickets. Some, what some what tickets day is it? Left. Uh, May twenty first. May twenty first. Asylum. Uh, just find me online at, at at all the things, and I'll post it. But I should say that you know, as this has been a nice, very yes, lovely thank episode. Thank you guys so, so much. And uh, no matter it. you know uh, how excited we get about the steps, um, <laughs> someday we will take our last step, mm. and then we'll die. Thank you very much. One, two, three. Um, <laughs> <there> we <go. laughs> no, so we give Russell a tough time. Russell uh, named his cat after Louie. Pre, pre everything going down. It's complicated. Exactly. Yeah. But John Marco likes to at least <laughs> once an episode bring it up and try to make you right. look bad. Yeah, try um, to get you cornered saying yeah, yeah, yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Emma has a great bit about she opened for Louis for for uh, quite some time. For how long? You well, did Well, about two weeks. But thank two you. Weeks. Yeah, yeah. You have a bit. You have yes, a bit. I do. I do. Yeah. Yes. It's my favorite joke I have. That's your favorite joke? I think so. What is it? <sighs> look, I, I never. I can, What's the what's the premise yeah. of it? He never he never masturbated in front of you. Yes, and then I have I say that it was there's the Me Too movement and then there's not me, and I really have a hard time thinking of like clever word things, which is tough as a comedian. Um, that it takes me that long to think of that stuff. So with not me, I was like, <gasps> so that's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. So, um, Thank you. Do you see him? Do you see him still? I see him around. He looks great. He's been intermittent fasting. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Does, is it ever? Do you ever feel like a stress of like, oh, I made a joke about you? I've thought about that a lot because I'm like, I wonder if he would see it if he would get mad. But that would be so crazy because of like the amount of things he jokes about. And I, yeah. I really try. Like for a while, I had was inserting a little line in it where I was like, you know, it's complicated, and if yes means yes, and no needs to be no. But I'm sure there's things we don't know. Nothing funny there. I was just trying to like wedge things in. <laughs> <laughs> In case he ever did see it. Sure, so, sure. Like, I would be looking around and be like, and you know, I'm not here to judge anybody and like whatever happens, ha- I, there might be things we don't know. Who's to say, you know, who's to yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, and then the audience would be like, who are you? To- what is going on? So I ha- kind of nipped that out, but I I have thought about that. I feel like it would be okay. Joe Liss has seen me do it and his wife has seen me do it. And afterwards I've been like, you think that's all right? And they said they think so. You would hope. I mean, hope. as a comedian, yeah. you get so big, you're like, well, you are a big celebrity now, so people are going to joke about you. Sure. You're big. You're an entity. You're Louis known. Okay, Absolutely. I, I, uh, do, do you not want me to include any of this? You can, anything I say is fair game. Great. I wouldn't do that. Sure. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't put you in that, uh, but I appreciate it. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought gotcha. you just said like, I wouldn't do okay. this because Louis will... <laughs> You know him. He, he he puts the kebab on a lot of careers. I uh, no, 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 he's no. one of the eight Patreons. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I had this thing. I mean, I'm sure you've had things with. You know, you've been doing comedy longer than I have. I I had uh, being scared about a comedian. I so, uh, uh, Kevin Sorbo who played Hercules. <laughs> Wait, I know that name. He he played Hercules in that old series, and now he's like a super conservative. He was like the star of God Isn't Dead. Uh, so he, he, I know the name. he put out a tweet that was something like wearing a mask in your car is like wearing a condom in bed alone or something. Mm-hmm. It was some kind of analogy joke. And I retweeted joking, like, 
uh, Mark Norman voice. Cause mm. you know, Mark Norman has a lot of these like very clean analogy jokes. So someone sent that to Mark Norman and saying like, maybe I was making fun of Mark. And I, oh, I don't know God. Mark super well, but we, we know each other. Sure. So I wake up one morning and Mark <laughs> messages me like, hey, uh, Kevin Sorbo's a clown. You making fun of me or something? And I was like, I was like, fuck, no, no, not at all. I'm so, but, but you know, some comic had sent it to him. And I don't know if the comic meant to start this, but Mark thought I was making fun of him. And I was like backtracking. I was like, I'm sorry. I know I wasn't making fun of you at all, but I get very nervous. Of course. What would they think you were making fun? Cause he was doing an analogy. So you were you're basically saying like he's doing I was an making fun of his joke writing. And that's right. where he thought, that's where he was insulted oh. that I was being like, oh, look, another lame Mark Norman <laughs> analogy. Like that's your guy to just fucking stick it to all the time. And like, like you're like, yeah, they make analogies like fucking Mark Norman. But it wasn't I mean, the analogy the guy made wasn't a bad one. So I I took it as you're like making fun of him, Kevin Sorbo trying Kevin to Kevin Sorbo is just like he's just like a piece of shit. Right. And like he's always like he's always his cancel culture type. But I, I don't know, all comedians make analogies. I certainly have jokes where sometimes you're like, that's like if of and course. like the bottom line is you cannot avoid it. It is just right. one of the things yeah. about life. You compare things to other things. Yes, totally. And Mark Norman's very good at he's it. He's very good at it. I'm so curious what his writing process is like. I bet he yeah. sits and writes. Oh, sure. I, I bet he's a sit and writer. Or he, I, or he like, he like sits, I bet he sits and writes. I wonder if he listens to his sets. I'm always dying to know. So, if, well, that's, you just described my process. I'm a sit and writer. You're I'm a, a listener writer? setter. And I'm a caller and, and runner buyer. Oh. <sighs> See, I I'm, call my sisters like people who are not comedians. I'll be yes. like, yeah, I try to be more of a sit and writer, but it's like, so I have to force myself. I'll do it now, but it's like, so against, I used to walk, I used to be a walk around and talker to myself for, uh-huh. mm -hmm. sure. And then I would call, I should call my sister. She's really funny. She'd be a good person for me to run stuff by. We just don't have the habit of it. All right. So let's start this podcast. Yeah. I don't know if we're, who knows what we're going to do with this. We'll probably just leave it in like this. Yeah.